Oh, he died a couple of years ago. 2017, Jeffrey Tracy. Oh, really? Do you know what? <laughs> to me, Roger Moore died when he was in that fucking Moonraker or whatever. That was a cut movie. Oh, <laughs> that no. was the day James Bond died. That's class. No, I'm with him. I'm in, I'm in the Ponds corner. That's a dude. Yeah. Oh. No, if you grew up yeah, like well. English people grew up with 007, every every movie there is is totally nuanced and everyone's as amazing as the other apparently uh, Idris Elba is going to be the next uh, James Bond that would be great yeah. Idris, Idris what? what? Idris Elba yeah. <laughs> I've got a whole other generation out now. I have no idea who you're talking about the yeah. other guy sick of it now no I just think it's, he's done seven or something and he's, it's time up what's his name now? Daniel Craig Daniel Craig yeah. he's yeah. he done up. some pretty yeah, good but ones but didn't he quit? Listen, ah. so that's it for the 007 uh, <laughs> podcast. Folks, welcome to the Hot Box Show. Tonight you're joined by myself, Buzz, Dan, Jordan, Joe, and Jules. Hello. And as always, we'll be talking... Blank, Blank Dank. And we forgot to prep the guest about We forgot to tell the guest that we were going to say that. It's always such I a surprise. I do watch the show, so I should know. <laughs> yeah, I'll <laughs> <laughs> Folks, again, it's been a crazy week. I think we're all just finally starting to get out of our D-Day hangovers and back to reality. But it's nice to sit and talk some shit, eh? Yeah, yeah. this is one of the most relaxing parts of the week, actually. It's, just, it's the, mo the most I sit all week unless I'm driving. And then I have to sit. It's like my meditation driving. If I could stand up driving, I would. <laughs> so what we should do the show standing up now? At a bastard. If you get those standing up desks, you know, we you get those things that are going to be more productive with a stand up desk. Ergonomic stuff. Somebody design a car that you can stand and drive, please. It's a bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, if you're going to get one of those desks, it must come with the hose so you can gas yourself in your car during the lunch break. Fuck! Fuck those desks. It's just what we need. We also thought of that. We had the Cape Town Expo. Oh, we also had Spanabus. Yeah, so you guys have been pumping. Eh? Yeah. So, for those who don't know, Jordan is from Green Smoke Room. Green Smoke Room, as a, as a brand, has been around for as long as I can remember in SA. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really come on leaps and bounds. But we're going to talk a lot about that later. For now, should we have a look at a bit of the ganja that we've got? And do ganja. some shout-outs. Then who should we say hi to? I'll tell you now. Give me a second, give me a second. There's some shout-outs. Tommy, Tommy LaRue, who's uh, hoying there in the background. Oh, we're Tommy. Oh, we're Tommy. Tommy. I like the Nine we're, gonna we're actually going to go to Cape Town side shortly. How's it tie? Who wear? So, Delta Nine. Delta Jack. Nine. Didn't Delta Nine Jack win? Yes. The last week. pop box show thing. I what think you Delta had been honest. They need one before. Yes. Ah, oh, top man. Girl. So, girl. Yeah. Who am I, sorry, who am I to assume your gender fluid, yeah. fluidity and what's it called when you date someone by like? Okay, that's a heavy shit. Anyway. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> by saying you or she. Yeah, let's get some cut to smoke. Yeah, One dot two. You can have this in a second, because cool. this is um, a piece of wedding cake that came our way via those gentlemen at Green Smoke Room, and that's it in 1080p when it all comes up. Tell us a little bit about wedding cake. How does how does that name come about? It, wedding cushion cake poison or something? <laughs> yeah, no, so we we took a cross of OG Crush Cross uh, blueberry. Aha. Uh -huh. um, and it's just that when we got the. Russia and we all the rough mother plant that uh, I really liked. Uh, the phenotype, the genotype was all correct. And it's, we smoked some, but I tested it, and a few people um, that tested with me said it really reminded them of wedding cake. 
um, the crosses were along the same lines and the look of it was uh, more or less exactly well, you the same. Smell, you can <laughs> smell it the minute it comes out of the bag. So yeah, we just, uh, it's the green smoke cream version of wedding cake. Fantastic. Do you, uh, do you want me to stop and start this? So, cake, strains ending with the term cake now seem to be very in vogue. Or mm. well, my imagining. Well, which, so which other ones are there? Well, there's wedding cakes and there's all these gelato. Birthday. Uh, 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 birthday cake. Um, I'm sure I've seen the strawberry London pound cake. cake. Strawberry cheesecake, London pound cake. London pound cake. <laughs> that's, that's some seriously good <laughs> shit, though. Yeah, seriously, that London pound cake is absolute fire. So, so now it's a piece of wedding cake. We have like one or two big seed banks that you know bring out some some strains and it spreads very quickly with good marketing and then everyone else follows along and crosses yeah. crosses those and and that and you get stuff like that. Is a piece of cheese. Tell us about this bud here, Jordan. This thing stinks like a cheese. Yeah. So cheese has just always been one of my favourite strains. Yeah. You know, since day one, I, think it was, I smoked to them. Everyone's always, I mean, it's always uh, rated a sativa, a hybrid, but more sativa. I know, to me, whenever I smoke a cheese, I sit back and I can't, I can't stand up afterwards. Um, <laughs> I think that's the point, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, it claps me. It's a really heavy weed. I don't generally smoke it because it does clap me too much. I yeah. need to operate. It's well, surprising, yeah, yeah. though. It doesn't look like it's I wear us. And then just in the mix a little bit, for all of those 710 friendly folk out there, how about that work of art? That's uh, Super Lemon Exodus cheese out of Greenhouse from a year ago uh, that just got blasted whew, three, two weeks ago, before D-Day. It wasn't ready to put on the dabathon. It, mm. it just was, you know when it, when it like waxes up and bolts up like that? It's really difficult to clean. So it took a while to clean it up, but it is quite delicious. So which one do you want to start with first? I want to try the wedding cake. You want to try the wedding cake? Yeah, dude. Let's share yeah. that wedding cake. Let's, Let's share a slice. <laughs> yeah. Slice a slice. Uh, thank you very much for the desk cam. I think that's all we've got at the moment, isn't it? We've got a few. I oh, know, let's get through lots of Let's stuff because we're going to be busy today, guys. Okay. Yeah, we've also got, for those pipe lovers out there, I don't know about this one here. Uh, we've all seen one of those before. Quite an intense bowl. You'd probably get a gram and a half in that. Also, it's fine and very easy to clean. You know, Incredibly easy yeah. to clean. That's the best thing about it. Through and through. Yeah. So, the, the correct terminology for this sort of pipe <laughs> no. is a steamroller pipe. I do not know why it's a steamroller, but that's it. And what's very nice as well with these things is you can clear the chamber with a real at the end because it's got such a like a V8 clutch to it. That is a pretty nifty clutch. So, that's OG. Yeah, learn something you. every day. I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know that either. And then, of course, we got. Um, I think this is more like an Indian style. I think, yeah. From India. Is it from India? You need to put the desk cam on again. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Desk cam. Okay, now that's looking pretty good. Oh, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> oh, that looks yeah. So that's what Buzz was saying there about the steamroller on the left, the green one. That is so cute. And then this, um, <gasps> oh, oh, that's no. pretty cool, huh? And that's a spoon pipe. It's two of those. Is it two of them? Oh, that is so cute. I love that flower. These are cool. Yeah, the same. Um, so, Insta my gram, do you know if you're a pipe smoker, maybe something's going up for grabs here. Oh, oh yeah, no, there's a man, there's oh, a sister. Wow. The, the sister of is here. Nice. <laughs> really nice. So, I'm actually going <clears> to <throat> put one of these together and smoke it. 
because I'm a pipe smoker. And this one, look how filthy this one. You, see, you can't see through this one anymore. <laughs> uh, what colour was it? Was it just white? No, it's a beautiful green and it gets cleaned uh, every couple of days, but like the think... holes are getting so big yeah. that everything gets sucked yes. through because... It's you get like, used. It's one of those, yeah. it gets used. That's Thank you for the desk cam, gents. Cannabis consultant, they say, oh, all the <coughs> cakes are from cookies. All the cakes are from cookies? Like Girl Scout cookies? Well, cookies originally the, the cake was from a cookie crust, but I guess it's modified and changed. I mean, part of the yeah, I guess. We could do a whole episode on that, but down there. for now. Ty uh, Lopes, whose who's live resin was at the mansion, that big black jar with the glass cap? Me. Yes, it was mine. <laughs> No, yeah. then you just out yourself there. No. What happened to that turp sauce? That turp sauce there in Lenton. Oh. He was just asking. Oh, that. Well, yeah. that started here. We had, it, like here. We had yeah. it here on the show. Yeah, Ty, that was special brew. I was hoping he was going to leave it here, but he didn't, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a work of art, dude. Do you know why it did that? Any idea why it actually did? Yeah, that? well, it was, it was. It was. It's a live run, so it's basically a lot. It's got a lot more TTA in the plant. It hasn't degraded as much, and because you're doing it very early on in the plant, there's not. All your terpenes are still preserved, so it's able to hold the terpenes in the extraction. And what happens is it's still a solvent, so it allows your THCA essentially to uh, lattice. Basically, it lattices up and makes a diamond. It makes the diamonds that are there, but they weren't really diamonds. That was more like a, it was sugary a enough, sugar. Yeah. It was like yeah. a sugar sauce that happened because it, it wasn't live enough, you could say. So, that's so are you it. saying that you harvest the plant prematurely to do that? Not prematurely, but at the right time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, like um, more tears there. I've got yes. some. I've got yes. some African, my African sativa projects still we definitely doing definitely its thing. Yeah. It's like yeah. month six, and yeah. they're still not full yet. <laughs> but I mean, that's that. yeah. That but that that there at that mansion. <coughs> then we had that uh, what uh, Gringo Loco that came around. He came from yeah. from the Turptile Invitational in Barcelona from Spanavis, and he brought this jar that had these rocks inside it, like literal rocks inside this tub that were just THC diamonds. I mean, they were like the size of a pinky nail. They were yeah. really amazing. I saw the last of it. In the yeah. yes, in the amazing, amazing <coughs> flavor and everything. So yeah, that's that's where, we, that's where we're striving to get to, right? And I'll admit, guys, that was one of the very, very rare occasions. Yes, where I, I got them <laughs> to take a dab. But no one would ever believe it. I got him to I take a dab. It. That's the first I've heard of it. Literally, I, I, I was like, it. you have no choice now. Now you are locked down to this fucking Yeah, dab. the Oaks, I'll be down there. So before we get on with the show, uh, the show is getting pretty out there. So I think we're going to have to do a few like apologies and corrections and things like that quickly and get them out Easy. the way. And some updates on the last week episode. First things first, if you guys want to watch uh, somebody go fight Aramex and try and get their weed back, go check out Buds and Pedals on Instagram. This Oak reckons he's taking them on. He was pretty like miffed that I didn't make more effort, dude. I'll make the effort. Oaks, go check Buds and Pedals on Instagram. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, he wants to fight Aramex, dude. So you were saying it's not... Because the thing is, the Oak said Aramex is cuck. And I was like, yeah, but that's like so 2008 because we all know that. But he's saying you're missing the point. That's also... He's going to fight them. So, Oaks, go check it out. I don't know, apparently. And then also on last week's uh, Insta Your Gram, some Oak was advertising his stuff on our hashtag, hashtag Hotbox Show, like, share, subscribe. And notifications. We were doing the whole thing. And we saw this Oak advertising his stuff in there. And I was quite mean. I was, look, I was like, look, there's some doers advertising his stuff in our thing. And then, like, shortly afterwards, this Oak had been watching. And it wasn't a, like a personal slight, dude, but... It's a dick move. 
<laughs> can we all be real? I think let's go Everyone's around. Yeah. Let's go around the house quickly and let's hear. Let's have a show of hands. Advertising your stuff in our feed and not even skitting a donation or like point <laughs> fifty rand in the tin for fields of green. I feel like it's a dick move. Dick move. <laughs> it's unanimous <laughs> folks um it's unanimous that cool. is a bit of a dick move so you're welcome to find our banking details on our website <laughs> and make up for it thank you apology uh, accepted <laughs> <laughs> no, i think this oak was right the apology accepted so let's move on with the show should we jump to quinita or get the poll going because i know one is to say that's brilliant hope he gets his his butt back from aramex that's the first one I yeah i hope he does <laughs> get his butt back from aramex eyes are so bad i can't even see the fucking text Thing. I hope he does too, dude. But yeah, anyway, let's do not you want to try on this one, bro? Yeah, let's do this. So, here. Um, yeah, nice. somebody here, completely off point, says, What's the best way to clean a chillum? <laughs> we haven't had that question for a uh, long time. Ask us again. We're going to cut to Quinita because she's available. Yes, Quinita's organizing this year's Cape Town Cannabis March. With Tylopes or not? Well, you, you guys tell us a bit more. What's going on? <laughs> no, Quanita can tell us a bit more. I know Quanita is very involved in organizing the march, and I see that Ty is right there. Big time. These guys are really time. promoting painting, it. Painting, Both painting. of them are fully involved. Guys What's up? doing an amazing yeah. job. Hello, guys. Hello. Quanita. Awe, awe, guys. Can you hear me? <laughs> awe. Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> Loud and clear. Awe, awe. Lekka, yalla, lekka. Guys, thanks for having me today. Yeah. So, I am quite involved in this year's um, cannabis protest. Um, I have taken the responsibility of lead convener, which means I'm just a vessel for allowing for permits for everybody to come together and make this thing happen. And it really has been a community effort. Um, we've had a lot of um, interest in terms of assistance, a lot of new businesses coming up and really identifying with the message, which essentially is include us in the industry as the community and also stop arresting us. Why are our constitutional rights still being abused? Yeah. Why are we still seeing arrests? Like, it's quite apparent that it's blatantly being ignored. And this needs to be um, just seen that there is a collective body that is supporting this movement, this message. And it's about coming together as a community and just making it known that we are there. So, um, wow. Connie, first, firstly, thanks for joining us. Again, and I think you look amazing in that hat. What's the weather like in Cape oh, thank Town? thank you. It's Pusca. Sorry. I <laughs> yeah. Yes, you, you can, can swear. This you is can. Good. Yes. It's cold. It's cold. Okay. It is kind of cold in Cape Town. Please swear. We, so, like, we like it. And what's it, what's, okay. it looking, what's it looking like for the weekend? Um, I did forecast some light showers in the morning, but I don't foresee that to be an issue. Um, I just suggest that everybody that is attending on the 4th of May, um, to bring uh, a hat or a hoodie or an umbrella, yeah. get creative, get dressed up. There's some giveaways. We're doing um, best dress. We're doing best placard. Um, we're also doing some on-the-spot questions, giveaways. Um, and then we also have a raffle running. So um, we've had a bit of a hiccup, um, just nearing to the, the build-up of, of the protest. And so... You know, as an organizer, you keep the stress behind closed doors and you just make sure that shit happens on the day. We do have a permit. We are moving along. Everything is in place. And I hope to see everybody gathering at 9 for 9.30 uh, for speeches. And then we proceed the procession at 10. So are you, are you in the same car park that it, it traditionally is? 
traditionally, see, that was a bit of a um, discussion this year. Yeah. Um, it's at the Mama Africa mural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the lady with the baby on the back, just outside CPT, I'm sorry, CPUT, um, the lady pointing towards the mountain. Um, I did share a page on the Facebook group. So for reference, for Landmark, um, you guys are more than welcome to follow the group and all the information is there. Um, to those people who think that they might not be going because they reckon everything's a done deal now, we got this constitutional court thing, why are we going to walk around the streets again? What have you got to say to those guys? Well, to clarify, it's not legalized, it's only decriminalized. Yes, we are happy with the fact that we can um, cultivate and consume in private, but why is it only that? Why am I still subjected to smelling somebody's cuck cigarette smoke next to me? in the street, and cannabis is not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Good right. story. Okay. Represent. So, um, there are many angles that one could approach that on, um, but I would suggest that those that are a little bit close-minded at this stage, still a little bit hesitant about cannabis, it's a beautiful thing for our e- economy. And if you look at it around, not just smoking it or consuming it, the benefits that it has for the youth, for the next generation that is to come. And that's essentially why we want to say what we say. Our parents stood in apartheid. And so today we need to stand for our children that are coming up into this economy that is so clearly failing us. And we see a solution. And as uh, parents, as carers, as, you know, uh, just givers, we need to give that to the next generation. Yeah, well said, my dear. Yes. Well, well said. said. Well Connie, said. thank you so much for bringing us up today. I hope it gets warmer in Cape Town for the weekend and all the rain holds oh, off. From all of us at um, the Hotbox Show, thank you so much for waiting and putting thank in. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity yeah. to share the message on your platform. No, it's a Hello pleasure. to all of your viewers. Away. I hope to see you guys all and keep up the good work. Keep up your good work. Thanks, Bye. Love. Nice. Bye. Thanks. Peace. Uh, yes, what an attitude she's got. She's so love all, all the time. Just what this yeah, yeah. Yeah, this yeah, Because let's face it, like, like the March last year really ate a shotgun sandwich, eh? Oh. It did, because it wasn't in a march. It was a gathering outside Parliament, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a squad. They weren't allowed to march. They could march all gather. But anyway. that was a threat, though. That if you don't let it, we, we're going we're gonna to smoke outside Parliament till you change the law or yeah. something, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, yeah. On a Saturday, Brute. Until Sir Ramaphosa <laughs> came down the stairs himself. But I'll say this. Shot. Firstly, I'm, I'm glad that the march is still kicking. This yeah. is such a part of Cape Town's culture, and it's always been so nice because it's like this organic non-commercial thing so it did sort of have a bit of burnout there for a moment but you know what people stepped in and it showed that you know it's not up to us as individuals to carry this burden all on ourselves and mm. burn out there's lots of people who are as passionate and are willing to fucking push so well done it's definitely a march this year i think yeah. with connie in the mix with organizing this it can only just be a success yeah with, with I mean, her passion and her check vibrance power. check power i mean yeah. you're the community you, That's it. You have to have the community behind to get anything yeah. to change. Yeah, yeah, so go check them out. We put the link there. It's, there's a Facebook page. It's mm-hmm. an event page. It's May the 4th. So it's this. I think that pamphlet is really cool. The art is someone's. Yes. The someone artwork sh- is. Yeah, that artwork that, that is d- being displayed for the Cannabis March. I think the original piece is being sent to to Jer. Okay. For the museum. Ah, yes. Wow. For his museum, yeah. So, but okay. that is a really cool poster. So uh, nice. We've done. Three out of the last four. I'm not doing this one this year because of all sorts of other circumstances. 
but it's always a really cool thing to do. It's a long way to go from here to do an hour's march at top speed. Mm -hmm. You check the speed, have you ever done one? Mm -hmm. It's over in five minutes, like everyone just goes <laughs> It's like there's no hanging around. You're really trying to catch up with the leaders. Well, maybe they need to make it further then. They just need to be more baked. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, long and short, may the fourth be with you. Yes. Go to the march if you're in Cape Town. You know, it's always cool. It's iry. It's lacquer. Go bust the dab with the rusters. Maybe there's an oak with a bottleneck. That's a story for another day. <laughs> if you're not in Cape Town, Durban. Durban. Mm. Uh, can we pull up Kennecon quick? I, I sent the link. So, yeah. just very quickly, this is a breaking news story. Dan and I, just for fun, not for work, this weekend are going to Canacon. It's not in Durban, it's in Northmeat or some stadium somewhere. There it is. Um, it looks iry. It looks more relaxed than the expo. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're going to be able to buy weed or anything like that there, but I think you may be able to smoke your own I joint. I reckon food. this is a stoner community I thing, much so. more than the expo. I the expo is so. an expo. Mm -hmm. This is like the Oaks putting it on. Look, there's, yeah, there's I reckon it's going to be really good. Yes. Um, I'm glad that you're going and just checking it out because um, there's some great work getting done in Durban. By yeah, Holy Smoke Seeds is there. He's yeah. one of the big sponsors right. there. Yeah, the guys behind it, they, they, they now do a really good show. Yeah, what well, they're doing yeah. so far in Durham, they've done really impressive things. So. Of course. So yeah, it's on. We'll be there. Um, if you see us, we'll probably be there on Saturday. Yeah. Brunch, lunch-ish. Um, we're just going to go check what the vibe is. Come say hi, get a sticker. Um, yes, I'll smoke your free weed. Don't <laughs> <laughs> <You'll> force yourself. <laughs> no, guys, but genuinely, come hang out with us. Uh, come support the Oaks. Go support the March. Go support in Durban. I also feel like it's Durban's time to shine. There's a reason CompuTicket doesn't book land gigs in Durban. Mm -hmm. So Durbanites don't rock up. We've no. been to Durban with events before. Doesn't happen. Come on, Oaks, because if it doesn't happen now, never going to happen but for these events that we've seen online that, that they've been advertising that they've shown the, the, the photos afterwards they look pretty like well attended so this has got a lot of advertising so let's hope this really oh, I've seen it through. every day on Facebook I've seen it yeah. they're pushing no, they're, they're pushing, pushing hard it's good it's good where's our Elijah he says smash another brown bong Jordan <laughs> <laughs> there we go Tyler <laughs> says He'll be posting the original drawing of the March cover to Jeff for the Merck for the Cannabis Museum. There you go. And what I loved about it, it was like, you remember when you used to go to Spur, you'd get the colouring in shit. Mm. This thing was just black and white, so you could put your, invest your own heart in colour. You could print one it, it, colour it in, yeah, it's A4. <coughs> cool, man. So, guys, March, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Oak asked, how do you clean your chillum? If it's a glass one, acetone or, or, or high-proof alcohol or something like that. If it's wood, good luck. If it's clay... <laughs> Well, yeah, it, it, put it in the fire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, no, it's fire to thousands of degrees. It's yeah. like, it's kiln fire. So if you put it in a fire, it does nothing. It's just a piece of rock at that point. Burn it clean. Uh, Brian asked what the topic's tonight. We're going to have a bit of local news in that. But mostly, it's going to be a CD, CD episode. We're going to be talking seeds. We're going to be doing a deep, deep, deep dive. A deep seed. So be, be prepared to get fucking bored, Oaks. Roll your joints. <laughs> smoke your bongs. Jordan, are you hitting that bong that Oaks said you've got to smash it yet? Deep seed. Oh, Dylan Gill, seeds for sale. Please tell me more. DDA Miguel will be at Canacon. He's launching his site. Okay, cool. I also see Chronic Monkeys trying to hustle for funds there. I don't know what the deal is, but go check it out on Facebook and Insta or whatever. Go see if you can help them, Oaks. Guys, we're like all committed to getting there right now. And I know there's going to be last-minute vibes. We also know there's last-minute stresses. Guys, you just got to roll with it. Get it done. Yeah. Hell of a thing. What happened to that tablet? Oh, um, Dan's got it. 
rolling here, ready for the instant mark. Ah, oh, you, oh, you got it. Yep. You figured, okay. Was it already one. loaded? It's 1.255. 255. Just so you know. Alrighty. Cool. So we've got all that out the way. Back to the show. Back yes. to the show. Sorry. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, first topic of the week. Uh, does weed keep you slim? According to an what? article in IOL, yeah, I know, this seems contradictory. Hashtag <laughs> munchies. <laughs> a study suggests that smoking dacha helps keep the weight off. People who smoke marijuana or cannabis weigh less compared with adults who don't, a new study suggests. The findings are contrary to the belief that marijuana users who have a serious case of the munchies that will ultimately lead to weight gain. And they said the study was done over like 33,000 people. Wow. And they found that stoners were, were generally like a kilogram or like 1.5 yes. kilograms lighter. With a spa advert on the thing. With a spa advert, eh? I think it's true. I think it's true. I've always thought like cannabis enhances your natural your natural self. So, I mean, if you are a person that doesn't eat a lot and if you smoke, you're going to eat a lot less. I think if you're a person that eats a lot and you smoke, you might eat a lot more. So, you, you think the oaks who are like bulimic and anorexic as a result of smoking weed now because they're taking it to the extreme because it's amplifying their issue <laughs> are the ones who are actually saving the team, yeah? And I'm stuck there in the back row holding the bus back, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're the anomaly in the statistics. Yeah, dude. You think, eh? Because no, I, look, I look at all the stoners, I, yeah, dude, and everyone I, seems pretty true. I don't think anything, I don't yeah. think your cannabis use really affects your, your weight, but it affects your consciousness as to how you eat and what you put in your body That's true. to a greater degree. For me personally, we try and eat as sensibly as we can. I mean, look at this shit, though. We used to have MSG everywhere, now we've got fruit. strawberries. Yeah. Fruit kebabs. Fruit. <laughs> so let me tell you a story. I stopped smoking for a few years because I had this fucked up ex who was not into weed and I was not allowed to smoke, so I stopped. And I got large dudes, like size 42 large. From not smoking? From not smoking, because it, it completely changed my lifestyle. Do you, do you smoke with mix? I don't, no. So it's like, also like and then when I started smoking again, I changed my lifestyle again back to being healthier and here I am back to normal. But like um, Soylent Green, you, daily smokers stop getting munchies essentially. Yeah. Mm. You mm -hmm. don't have munchies. You don't have that like craving just to fucking eat rubbish all day. No. But you, if you do, you recognize it. At least I do. You're just playing the tricks with yourself. You want something sweet when you're on the N1. You yeah, don't yeah, actually. You just, mm. You've just slipped into that. There's but no you don't way have you that food. like order pizzas and chips and and everything at maybe the same time you don't you just lose that whole munch i got the munchies maybe we're old maybe we're seeing it from a different an old angle that yeah. we controlled it maybe if you're in varsity you does your head in get, get the pizza no now you yeah. smoke to make a hole essentially no, <laughs> <laughs> i believe that it regulates your metabolism so does it I yeah know. that's what i've been i've, so I've read is that we it's because i'm too busy smoking to eat what did, right. the, what did the study Wait, surmise in the end? What did they say? That stoners weigh less. That stoners weigh less. Okay. Well, they picked up less and weight it, over that period. And okay. is this in America? Because there's so many variables of it everything. Could, it could be the same as like a cigarette. Like, you know, every time you get hungry, instead of eating, you smoke a cigarette. Same as like oh, a stoner yeah. might smoke a joint. And I, I don't, like now, that I smoke a lot. So I don't get munched anymore. If I smoke, instead of having lunch, I can go another hour or two without exactly. eating very well, you easily. You don't look as if you get the munchies. I could no. use a smoke, smoke <laughs> a joint at lunchtime and skip lunch. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. So I'll I'll I think it's like it goes deeper. It goes deeper, guys. <laughs> so 
for me, when I smoke weed, like, I don't really chow much during the day. I can survive on tea and all that. But what happens is, like, at the end of the day, weed makes me kind of happy. Mm. So, like, if I was cut depressed, there's so 7, 7.30, I'd be lala pans. <laughs> I'm cold, dude. Yeah. But because weed makes me happy, I stay up later. Because I'm happy to be alive. Yeah. So what happens is, <laughs> is I end up staying up to, like, fucking 10 o'clock. And that's the problem. The moment I get up after 10 o'clock, there's another meal in my day. Whether it's like whether it's like a piece of ham or a wheat bix or whatever, I think that's my issue. Mine's chocolate and it's normally at about one o'clock in the morning. Wow. <laughs> I can do a bowl of cereal anytime. Anytime. If I smoke like in the morning then I know sometimes I won't eat until after lunch. But mm. the second I've eaten like I at three o'clock I'll eat I won't stop eating until I go to bed. Then I then I'll have my three, four meals in the space but, but, but before I go to bed. Uh, then I do get really hungry. So maybe like I do, I do get munchies later on when I'm chilled and just like not thinking. Jules, <laughs> Jules and Joe are all sitting here like, look at us with our society vegetarian sticky things. But I tell you, as soon as this camera goes off, it's like a fucking zombie apocalypse movie on the chip bags here. Yeah, just like, <laughs> chips everywhere, man. It's going crazy. There's a, little, there's a little knowledge bomb from uh, Nigel Connell. THCV, mm. THCV. A component of South African land races more than elsewhere and is a possible appetite suppressant. This is something yeah, we should capitalize on, give to the SA humanity in <laughs> capitalize on our gift to humanity in SA weed. Basically yeah. saying that our weed is if, if you can, you can smoke it and you do, you suppress your appetite. You mm. don't need to smoke. I mean eat after that. Like there are <laughs> lots of different cannabinoids like, and cannabis. I'm sure there's one sort, one strain out there that can help uh, suppress hunger or help you lose weight. Well, I suppose terpene yeah. profiles and all of that stuff is going to uh, add to that as well. So yes, yeah, but there's a strain out there. It's called duck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but also, duck like you were saying, you know, it amplifies who you are. I think it also amplifies uh, amplifies your experiences. So for me, I always say like the the analogy or whatever is that for me, weed is a condiment <laughs> to life. So, you know, if I, if I do, I'll make a hole first, I'll have a joint and eat something, maybe it does taste better. We you know, maybe when I'm playing the life. game or I watch the movie, it is more immersive, mm. you know? Yeah. But it's also, there's that satisfying smoke after a meal. Mm. Yeah. Eat a meal and then because like you don't you like you know you get somewhere cool eat I'll smoke after. That's that's the one we're rubbed of the most as a culture. You can't find a restaurant anywhere where you can just have a fat chow and then just Sit kick back. back and smoke a smoke a fatty even on a veranda at the pool deck in the nowhere. That's all we and need. When that happens, then we know our job's done. That yes. you can just fucking it says four twenty and nobody has an issue with it. If you go in there and you're not four twenty, woe be tired. Don't start fucking complaining. Yeah, yeah. you know it's got to be all over the place. Yeah. 420 friendly spot. Sorry, I digress. <laughs> uh, and munchies are a misnomer. They, they're just people. Munchies are a misnomer. Yeah, yeah. just just tricks of the mind. Okay. I said it all so, along. I don't know, I don't, the first time I, I remember when I was like, first time smoking, I used to get heavy munchies. Like, as I think every single stone in the world. Yeah, so yeah. it's just, it's just it changes horrible to it. But is it also because that's what's being preached to us? It's because it's folklore. Right. You will be paranoid. You will have the munchies. You will rape your mom. No, I feel angry. Yeah. yeah. Or you just hit the fridge. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's a cackling is when you put the remote in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst. Yeah. You get, <laughs> or you get up to go, you get up to the fridge and you go and sit back down and you forgot to get the thing out the fridge. Yeah, Have the you worst. done that? Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. And then you, you just realize, you just walk the fridge and you stare at it for like yes. five, five minutes. And like uh, there was something I wanted, times. but I, like. 
don't know what it is. They need I knew, to be like a fridge stair counter. They should have something that counts how many times a stone door goes up to the fridge and open it and look and close the door. Yeah. <laughs> open it and look. It's like close cup. the door. Nothing like, shit. Fuck. It's like something magically going to appear. Something cheeseburger springs out. I'm not going to lie, but a combination of ADHD and getting really baked sometimes ends up in a lot of. Why the fuck am I here? <laughs> <laughs> you even do that to yourself. You're like, and you take a minute, you try and eventually you just give up. Yeah. You're just like, fuck this shit and walk out. Right? When that <laughs> happens, I try, I try and go back to where I had the idea in the first place. No, if you get back to where you were, when you obviously had the idea to come and do this now, then it kind of traces itself back. Yeah. But you can spend nine tenths of your life <laughs> doing it. Yeah, that's hot in your already. Yeah. <laughs> Look at so much shit. Okay, so let's get on to the poll. Yeah. So, oh, the poll. Uh, we have a poll. Yes. Um, just a bit of feedback. This cheese is dank. Mm. <coughs> it's all pretty dank, eh? <laughs> Chronic that problems. That slice of cake is pretty good. Where's mine? Oh, I'll put it to you. Say no. <laughs> That's cool. So the poll this week is, does we keep you slim? Slim as a sativa. Thick as an indica. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you're okay. ready to keep you slim or thick, dude? No, I, I don't think... Um, you could put on weight as a heavy smoker. I don't think you would put on weight. Okay. I don't think. I think it's difficult to put on weight if you are a heavy smoker. Okay. Mm. Yeah, sativa. Um, I think it keeps you. But okay. Yeah. Jordan. Yeah, I think it's hard to put on weight if you're a daily smoker. Mm. Yeah, same. Yeah. Brain gymnastics. Preach. You know, the more stoned you are, the more gymnasium you are in the head, <laughs> and then the more metabolism you are cooking over all the time, even when you're thinking. Yeah. That's my. Yes. That's my mitigation. I'm starting to feel like the fucking minority. We don't all have to agree. <laughs> so, uh, so guys, please vote in the poll, Facebook, YouTube, it's there. But I thought also a good question before we get into our new topic. It feels pretty nice. The, the room's lacquer, the mood's good. Jordan, lacquer. Gunita, thank you. Do your thing. Go to March, guys. Um, is, there, is there anything else that you think stoners would be better than non-stoners at as well? Driving? Everything. Everything. Life. <laughs> life. Yeah. Life. Because you tend to be a, a slightly more optimistic person as well. And so life is better. Right? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, unless, you, so, unless you're doing it for all the wrong reasons. I do I also know. think, like, I, I do pretty stand behind if you are in your genes a schizophrenic type of person or paranoid mm -hmm. type of person and you smoke, it's going to bring that on a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's where, cause, I mean, our, I know a few people have smoked and it's... It's, they get very paranoid, um, and, and that to me is, there's definitely something different from them to me. We're smoking the exact same thing, mm -hmm. uh, and even if they're having a little bit, a much a smaller amount than me, there's definitely something in their genes that makes different, them yeah. paranoid. Well, or dude, it's like people are allergic to peanuts and bee stings. Yeah, exactly. Not, it's not made for every <laughs> single person, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Imagine being allergic to peanuts and bee stings, that's a rough deal. That's man. a rough deal, yeah. sure. Um, uh, Russ Warren says, yeah, bowl of cereal any day. <laughs> yes, any day, any time. <laughs> also, with that generation was raised by the TV and a bowl of weed bix, so guys. Yeah. yeah. And what were the edibles like last week, long term, as you left the building? What were the edibles like? That's a great question. So, um, I think it was spread too thin between us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the dude who made it sent me a long message. I haven't had time to listen to it. But the, the, the stuff was good. It was the tasty. stuff was very tasty. Uh, the gummies, they still, yeah, Oaks didn't finish them. Not long. They're a bit hard. Yeah. If you're listening, they're a bit, they're a bit hard. Yeah. yeah. They were just my least favorite, but the rest was really, really nice. 
Yeah, it's like if the Oros man took a shit in my mouth. It tasted nice to start, but it ended. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the rest was decadent, dude. Uh, the rest was really great. But also, we're not yet constructive. Guys, please don't take us in a bad way. You send it to, a, to us because like, we're all like cool together. Yeah, so yeah, guys, yeah. you're saying this. The shit was lit. We all said the shit was lit, but the gummy bears weren't so good. Yeah, if there's a side note, it's only to help you, you know, build it better. And Dan, how much was that shit? So, there was something we, we need to start talking about. I think price is relevant in these things. We didn't talk about it, but Dan had the prices. And these things were not cheap. These you see were, these, Jordan? Yeah, that pack, yeah. box there, yeah. Right, so those gummies there on the table. That's like 300 milligrams of gummies. Yeah, uh, those we didn't, were 3.75 for a pack. Then okay, the Space Rock, which was the honeycomb, that's 150 milligrams, that was 250 bucks a box. One went get your box. And uh, then the nut bar, that chocolate, was 200 milligrams, so it was 375. Okay. okay. And well, then there's a lot of ingredients, there's a lot of tasty ingredients. And yes. there's 100 rand courier for it, so, yeah. So, so shipping is, shipping is overnight all over South Africa, discounted if you order two or more. Okay. It was a little bit hard, but it's it definitely, to feel good. definitely the best tasting I've had. Ah. Mm. So too much gelatin. It's clogged together. Yeah, yeah. Hang on a minute. Uh, these are being sold online right now off your phone. Uh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I mean, on your, you can find a price list for these on social no, media no, no, somewhere. We, that was just by yeah, messaging him. Uh, Go to sorry, his Facebook man. page. So, so, no, no, he's on Facebook. Dr. Feelgood on Facebook. Wow. Yeah. There it is. Slide into his DMs. Slide guess. into his DMs and slap him up with a... Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. So these weren't cheap, but they were decadent, but it was the whole experience. The packaging was amazing. Yeah, great. You know, it's, it's, like, it's like every element of it was like bing, 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 bing. So it is that treat yourself kind yes. of thing. Or if you can afford it, get it every fucking day. You know, <laughs> we'll buy enough for one a week, and then it makes the shipping worth it. Yeah, but also we shared it out, so we didn't really get high because we split it out. But I think if you smashed it all on your own, I could have smashed five of the honeycomb one. Jesus, oh. they were so good those mm. honeycombs. But you would have eaten so much that. Mm. Cool. Sugar uh, rush plus. Sludada <laughs> says weed helps with his madness. <laughs> Uh, play. I think yeah, like, you bring yourself towards yourself, you know. Mm. There's this great bit of footage that Jules has that he's never put out. So when we did the first D-Day, it was this free thing. We put up this little booth, but we didn't get <laughs> disclaimer signed by anyone. And everyone sat down and said why weed was special to them. And it's this amazing footage, but we can't use it. So I'm going to have to reenact what one oak says. This one oak says, he says, listen, you're my oaks. You know, me, I'm a guy. I've got the townhouse. I've got the GTI says, I've got my chick, I'm going to put two babies in her. I am a good guy. I'm a good guy. He says, but you know what Mary Jane does for me, guys? He says, it stops me from working, walking into my job every day and shooting every one of those motherfuckers in the face. <laughs> I remember that. I remember the guy. I've, I, I know the footage quite intimately. We've had it for years and it can't be used, but it's just a classic cross station. And that guy basically said, if he didn't use weed, he's fucking shoot people. Yeah, dude, so if it keeps the wolves at bay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah if you remember bitch. being filmed for that, like, contact us and we'll send you a disclaimer and then you can use the footage. <laughs> yeah, if you were in the street with a green screen on a bar stool in 2011 or whatever it was, 2012. Mm. There's some classic bits of footage, but no, well, that's nine years ago, seven years ago. So they get married with kids or something, or they get Maybe divorced with two kids. Maybe babies are done already. They need shot these chicks out and everyone in the face. Like. Too complicated. Uh, <laughs> let's check the news. Let's check the news. So, guys, the reason Jordan is here is, like I was saying earlier, it's Green Smoke Room. Something just happened there. Yeah. So, uh, Green Smoke Room, 
long time ago was this little like online head shop that sold a few bongs and that. And then I noticed a few a few years ago things suddenly changed. It wasn't this anymore. It became something else. It became very seeds orientated, but it also everything stepped up again. It wasn't this dormant passive thing anymore. It seemed very active. And I think it was what like two years ago we met for the first time. Yeah. And turned out Jordan is the oak ready, the fire in this machine. And tell us, dude, what is Green Smoke Room? So Green Smoke Room is a seed bank, essentially. Uh, we've come a long way from there. So in, from the beginning, we were an online paraphernalia store, like you said, um, sitting at home with a garage full of product, moving, as you, much, as you know, with Arco, um, you know, moving not as quick as I thought. And I came from, at that time, I was in the clothing game, working with my brother and importing a container or two containers a month of clothing, selling a lot of units. Yeah. So selling one bong maybe every two weeks, every three weeks online, and then getting the email back saying the bong broke in the post, having <laughs> having, <laughs> having to refund them. This is like this is like PTSD for head shop owners. He's <laughs> speaking to his soul. <laughs> so then I took away all the glass bongs, just brought in like uh, acrylic bongs and the rubber bongs and people want glass so the sales just weren't as good and then it came to about 2013 when I wanted to grow for myself um, and I looked around I got a grow equipment got tendering set up and then I looked for seeds and yeah. couldn't find seeds anywhere yeah you're saying 2012 2013 yeah that's yeah. when we okay right yeah. back then Christ it's been a, it's been a long time <laughs> is there some uh, weed around here yeah. yeah do you want some of that cast yeah whack some of that so you're saying you're frustrated because there weren't seeds available. Yeah. So then I went like everyone else does and I had some very nice indoor took. I found lucky to get some seeds out of there. Started growing those and everything just came up male. Which oh. wasted even more money and more time. Um, and then I went online and searched seeds and there were seeds all over the internet. Uh, and I did a bit of research in seed banks, contacted a few different ones, chose the ones that I wanted. And then got a bill for the my nice like five pack of seeds plus like a hundred dollar shipping. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> so yeah, I was like, this 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 can't be right. You can't be paying triple the price just for shipping, uh, then for my seeds. And I was like, the only way to make it work is if you order a lot more seeds. So I brought in quite a bit more seeds, and I was like, I'll sell them to my friends okay. and stuff. And the seeds came in, and I think within like two three days they were all sold. So when you say you brought them in, are you talking about Europe, generally speaking? Yeah, Without yeah. giving to, I don't yeah, know yeah. how much you want to give away, but yeah, yeah so I, generally I you're talking about a European <coughs> market. Yeah, European markets. I went online. They said they shipped to Africa, placed an order, came through. Um, had a whole bunch of friends at the time who wanted to also grow, and I was like, well, here's so much seeds on. They all went up within two days. They all sold because. Everyone wanted quality seeds. Uh, international um, seeds, for sure. So then I was like, okay. And is this all Joburg based all the time? Yeah, this is all Joburg based. So this based. is all coming into Joburg? Yeah. You right. listening, Hawks? Because we, <laughs> well, we, we rarely have any issues at all with Big Post main sorting office. It's always Goodwood in Cape Town where stuff gets worked. Now, Cape Town yeah. gets nailed, eh? And so got one or two, yeah? I think it's uh, Joburg is too big. The amount that yeah, has to be yeah, there is just It's a bit much. chaotic. Yeah, uh, also like Cape Town, uh, I don't know what happened, I mean, even when I, like right at the beginning, we used to get emails all the time that parcel stock, because we never actually brought in seeds for ourselves, that we started shipping direct from overseas to customers, and we used to get a lot of emails from guys in Cape Town saying parcel stocked. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's, it, yeah, it's a huge problem, 
Uh, a lot of guys, we just say, you know, you got to kind of ship to Joburg or Durban and to another well, shipping address. Mm, technically speaking, right now, you can walk in there as bold as brass and say, give me my seeds, motherfucker. Yeah. So, I mean, you that's, really can. You've got, you have that amount of rights now. So, I mean, I've, yeah, I've spoken with a few different uh, law firms. Um, we've only had one actual legal opinion come back stating it's the, you, if you're purchasing your seeds overseas in a legal area, uh, so Spain um, is legal to buy seeds, or Europe is legal to buy seeds under the Souvenir Act. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they send it by a post. The post is your private space. And if you're not dealing with anything, you're not doing illegal, so the cops would have no rights right. to actually open up that. You, you would actually have to state that you bring in seeds. You can't lie and declare that it's something else, because mm-hmm. then that's illegal, and then they can open your post, and what you're doing is really wrong. Um, so you gotta, you do got to get po- you got to get past that little... Um, That's, um, pick up. It's not going to stop sell, stealth shipping, though, is it? No. Stel- you know, it's like a, a work of art, stealth yeah. shipping. Mm-hmm. I've had some stuff come through once. Five seeds come through. I'm fucked if I could find them anywhere. <laughs> <in> the <packages. laughs> if I could interrupt everyone at home, I'm not sharing my phone go ching, 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 ching with Fields of Green donations because what Jordan is learning <laughs> on us here is some hardcore fucking woke this. I hope you guys are paying attention. Every oak no. that's mailed me, hi, I want to start a seed business. Hi, I got these seeds, eh? I hope you still listening to what this oak is saying. This oak has paid lots of money for what he's sharing with you, Oaks. Yeah, and I'm very grateful to have him. Yeah. Because fuck, guys, it's it's murky at the moment. So you're saying, if it starts legal, the seed, and it comes, it stays legal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it can't so, start in a grey area or in a legal situation. It's got to start in a legal in situation. A so what I'm saying is, listen, this has been tested in court, and right now no legislation has been changed. So right. like like anything goes in South Africa. It's not legal. You, it, it has to be changed uh, by law. Mm-hmm. But you have a very strong legal argument saying, I'm not a dealer. You've said it's legal to grow. I've bought it in a legal place. I'm, I'm just bringing it into my house to grow at home. My one or two, pl- my one or two plants. Uh, try bringing a thousand seeds. They're going to have an argument against you and say, listen, this isn't for your growing at home. or You're going to have to prove something then against right. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, so that's smuggling still that. remains a fine art. So whether it be legal or not. Yeah, well, I mean, so what we've done is we've actually moved the registration on Green Smoke Room. We've moved over to Europe. Um, Uh We've also moved the bank account over there. Um, We're doing a lot of promoting in Europe right now. I mean, we were just at Spanibus. There's a big, we see there's a big need for African genetics in Europe, especially and in America. Um, And there's, yeah, we got very, very nice feedback when we were there. So... We're trying to push the market, and then that also allows us to push heavily into the South African market on trying to legalize and regulate the seed market. So we've taken our company out of here so we can go back to the government and say, listen, we're in a legal market, we know what we're doing, we're trading over here, and we want to we want to start doing uh, South Africa, but we want to get a license yeah, behind okay. it and right, do right. it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, what we're doing is we're shipping, we've got a way to do it within 48 hours, but we're shipping from our warehouse overseas directly here to our customers nice and yeah. what's the deal like price wise so <coughs> for for a long time i know you did other people's genetics yeah. we're going to speak a little bit about what you've got going on in the behind the ground sneaky mm-hmm. sneaky mm-hmm. <laughs> but um so price wise i've noticed so you go to like attitude and you check the seeds there and you do the euro to whatever or the pound to whatever conversion and let's say you're paying a grand for like three pips in South Africa, are we paying the same sort of recommended retail price? Would we get the same pips for a grand? I think I've seen at least 18 UC banks pop up. Really? Um, yeah, there's quite a few of them now selling it. And, uh, but a lot of them I see on, they're not selling any branded seeds. They're actually selling 
stuff arrives in little bankies with like generally a lot of them I see are printing uh, like leaflies, uh, you know, names mm. and putting it into a bank and sending a seed like that. So I mean, you don't even know if you're getting a real thing or if you're getting bag seed or anything. So I mean, I wouldn't trust any company out there that isn't selling you a pre-packaged seed um, or you know been around for the last five, six years and is reputable. Yeah. Yes. Um, we do have some very good local reputable seed banks here. We have local breeders. I mean, you guys um, talk about them all the time online. Um, on, online. Uh, and I, I would always say stick with local and you can get all your international uh, breeder seeds locally and yes, they are at the same price. I mean, a lot of the international breeders actually set their retail price. Um, I do know, I mean, myself and Trophy Seeds, both of us, like we, we sell all the seeds at the recommended retail price. So you're paying the same prices overseas and you our shipping price is nothing. I mean, I think Green Smoking, we charge about 120 around international shipping. Um, but that South shipping Africa. actually ends up in the South African post office system. Uh, it's not a courier thing. No. Because I'm waiting for a shirt that's taken four months not to get here from Joburg Central. Yeah. So there's that issue with South, that meltdown is such mm -hmm. a, in a vast proportions now. Yeah. Everyone's got their hands in their mouth. You see the wish feed coming through on the social uh, media. Don't oh, even fuck. start. That would be wish. super cool. Bang! I've got you get two it. Forty-eight items. hours. Yeah. Fuck. Mm. We, we must still order seeds of wish. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've, I've, two of my items arrived in Joburg last year, March. I'm still waiting for them to be delivered. Yeah, Myrtle's birthday presents. Uh, really a lot of easy question. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I need to get through because I remember seeing it up here. Yeah. One second. Let me just find this from Nigel Connell. Uh, Marcus Ace, big up to Jordan for being the first seed supplier in SA. Thanks for the Widow Cross Skunk number one, seed at D-Day. D-Day, dude, you talk yeah. about Spanabis, you fucking rocked it, D-Day. Thank you for putting in the effort. Yes. Really, really, it, it, it looked great. You're in the perfect place. You generated so much interest, it yes. really was. I saw you operating in here. You've been doing it for years, I can tell. It's just like you've had every stupid question there is. Every answer just rolls <laughs> off your tongue, you know. You know what? Also, I mean, we were at we were at Spanabis in a month before, month just a month before it, I think. Um, and that I learned a lot of lessons there. Like I've done expos before, and the jewelry industry and the clothing industry, I've I've been to expos around the world. Doing Spanabis, I learned a hell of a lot. From the first day to the second day, my whole standard changed to a different, okay. like a whole design changed just to have more flow going through. Mm. Um, so you got to learn as you go along. Yeah. And, it just gave me a lot more hindsight into when we came here exactly what we were going to do. I kind of just, to be honest, I mimicked um, brand and stuff, yeah. Mm. And tell me a bit about the new branding. I mean, it really is a classic. It's, it's completely transformed yeah. everything about you. Who, who put all of that together? Uh, so we got the branding we've got, you know, there are a few graphic designers we use. Um, there's one guy in particular, um, Keith, who's actually going to come on board full time working for us now. I mean, I've always liked to outsource as much as I can, but with the type of branding we need now and we need someone full time it's good to create <laughs> yeah, jobs it's, it's good stuff, to create man. jobs yeah and uh, so yeah he's, he's unbelievable it's the type I can kind of say just give me a sticker give me a t-shirt design and it gets done mm. and I don't need to have my input he did the t-shirt you're wearing well he's precious oh yes yes he <laughs> did yeah. Yeah. it's beautiful and on the back it does say greenhouse Wait. green smoke room green. dun 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 Merch. Oh, Joe's got the swag. <laughs> I think we'll have to Instagram that shit. So, guys, I'm seeing some great comments. Uh, firstly, uh, Leo says, Green Smoke uh, Green smoke Room Spin and Win Wheel at D-Day was awesome. <laughs> it really, dudes, it was awesome. You guys generally played nice. <coughs> so Luke Hammond says, I bought seeds from Wish. They are huge seeds. 
uh, tried Chinese popping hemp. in, but uh, uh, but <clears throat> none wanted to pop. I have a few left. Definitely shit. None wanted to pop. So yeah, okay. Chinese hemp. Hashtag hotbox show. Let's see how big. Put it next to a coin Take or something. Take a photo, yeah. yeah. Now, it's, quickly. Before is the... it bigger than a five rand? You must use some kelp. <laughs> 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 you must use some kelp. You must use some kelp. Soak it in kelp. How much in, your, in your grandmother's, you in your grandmother's teeth <laughs> preserver. Not enough, really. I need more. <laughs> that spin wheel is amazing. Yeah, like at Spanavis, I mean, actually, all the shows I've been to, a few of the sea banks had that spin wheel, and there's just always a queue of people coming mm. through. People like a good deal at a good prize and knowing that they won something. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we made it that you can't lose, no matter what yeah. happened. You, you either got to spin again, or but you won something. Um, no, my girlfriend actually designed that. She she spent uh, like a whole week doing that. No, it's like, <laughs> also it's getting tough to stand out from the crowd. I've noticed that this at the yeah. cannabis expo. So it's not just about being present; it's about having valuable interactions. Yeah. You know, some just that that engagement. Ty Ty brings up a great point here, and I I don't think Green Smoke's guilty of this, but I know that there are a lot of offenders, um, very much in cannabis culture, not just in seeds, dude. Head shops. Everything, everything that's cannabis centric at the moment, hydro stores, everyone's the first, everyone's the finest, or everyone's the most trusted, everyone's been doing it the longest. Um, I get it, dude, it sucks, but oh, let's get used to it. Yeah. Ten years from now, Elks are still going to be on the first. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, GSR needs to stuck on a bank, um, especially on the international market. We, we're pushing not only green smoke seeds, we do have other seed banks that have that are under our belt now that we are selling overseas and we're looking for more South African seed banks we can push overseas mm -hmm. um, but locally we're looking more just to push the green smoke cream branding as I said like while you know while we try to get licensed and legalized and get the regulations sorted we're looking to heavily push green smoke cream seeds and the brand locally and not really push too much other people's seeds here mm. uh, but with that said we we always open to sell over on seeds we, we do stock 130 different breeder seeds uh, we just you know we just <coughs> don't hold them here locally anymore we hold them overseas and ship them here so, hmm. yeah. um yeah cool nice yeah it's a whole new frontier guys so before we get on to that deep dive i was talking about because shit's gonna get deep oaks uh, jules you wanted to punch some oaks and hooked you up with a nice bit of gear there yeah yes. yeah thanks for reminding me um they're called dabs and stuff and it's basically an 18 mil email in a pelican case with all the gizmos on the side of it and it's it's i've had it for two weeks we ran it at d-day constantly worked its ass off and it's got the kettle plug for the back it's got the bit that you stick in the transformer you got a nail you've got the top of the rig and then there's some silica and a wand and some bits and pieces and a carb cap and um this was delivered to my door for three and a half grand on the nail and I remember long ago paying over four for this thing, yeah. long ago. So they are coming down in price, and I know there's some in the country. So we're going to put the Gmail account on the feed for after the show. And I really, if, you, uh, if you're into your dabs and you think you can handle having a nail on all day, because psychologically it's a story having an e-nailer. If you live and work at home and you've got an e-nail on all day, you walk past and you go... Mm. Well, you know, it's, it's just fucking right. The only thing right, they could yeah. make it better is if they got that bacon terpene going. Imagine <laughs> bacon terps on the yeah. email. Yes. But it's handy when you've got the house full of yes. people. That's the thing. So you don't have the constant of the uh, blowtorch thing. Yeah, Brian, if it's also known, Jordan, <coughs> what's the deal with selling of seeds in South Africa? 
There's a very pointed question. <laughs> Ask no questions, you know, lies. So, no. I mean, it's like what's law? To me, law? I look at it, it, the law is simple it's illegal to sell seeds. I mean, it says black and white, cannot deal in cannabis, the whole plant and seeds. Uh, it does go on to say cannabis uh, is THC. I mean, now they've differentiated between hemp and uh, cannabis in the legislation. They've said hemp is below 0.3% THC. Um, and you know, we were having a discussion before that, mm. you know, as a seed, you can't test a seed to um, the THC or the CBD or anything in it. The seed is I mean, a... Definitely not. No, it has nothing. It, it has potential. It's a 100% protein. Protein and there's, there's nothing in there until it's activated. So it starts growing. And even then, you, there's a lot of cannabis that don't get activated in the plant until late stage blooming, until certain state, you know, and the whole growth happens. So as a seed, it's, it's a protein. Um, you can test, I mean, I've, I've gone to SADC, it's a testing, a uh, uh, license testing facility in South Africa that tests plants and medical stuff, and they said that they can go as far as testing if a, plant, if a seed will germinate. But to actually test the camera and stuff, they, they can't do that. Mm. Um, so, I mean, that, that was my argument, you know, there's no test, no CBD in it yet, so it's, it is more on the grower who germinates it to then ma makes it uh, about a plant, but I mean, legally you can do that. You um, can get a genetic profile out of the yep. seed. Yes. I just wanted to yeah. say. Guys, Jordan keeps takes care of himself. You must Cannabis keeps you young. This is probably 75. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag hotbox show on Instagram. Let's see, dude. Proof yeah. is in the pudding. Yeah. Let's judge for ourselves. Everyone's loving I'm a deadly yes. They got some hot shit. Tried it in the garden this season. This shit came on fast and hard and strong. It was like if Nazis made weed, this would be perfect. Yeah. So, <laughs> plus red. <laughs> Blitz, dude, it was Blitzkrieg. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about seeds now, Oaks. We're gonna go real deep, eh? Hey. So I think there we were, need so to. Hold on, sorry, I get it back. That yeah. that question that um, Nigel Connell, I think it is. Oh, you want to stick with? Is it legal? No, it wasn't that. He was basically asking. He was saying, as a seed supplier, how do you trust that it's been sent to what you order? He wants to know what's Oh, yes. That. That so, was a good so in the beginning of the whole thing in South Africa, remember when seeds were being sold, the biggest question was, how do we trust that those seeds were actually in, they were actually from that batch? You know what I mean? <coughs> is, it, is it fake idea? So, so, for me, I mean, the only way you get a fake seed is if you see a seed bank, like a green smoke room, was selling Dutch passion seeds as unpackaged seeds, and we were just putting other seeds in their packers and selling it. Mm. You know, because what you want to buy is, let's say, Dutch passion blueberry. Uh, you, you want that pre-packaged and I mean all these guys have la labels, they got, yeah, they've got labels on them, they've got uh, QR codes that yes. you can scan and see if it is really their brand, uh, their seeds, I mean uh, the top seed banks are uh, securing their genetics and their packaging. Is the QR code on the seed? No, 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 <laughs> on, on, the on the packaging. I like the seal. Yeah, the seal. Well, why can't it be on the seed? Like your name on a grain of rice. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that comes to what C banks you prefer, because I mean that takes time. You you go through a few different C banks and see who's trusted. And I mean to me, it's if you buy the same, buy ten uh, blueberries from Dutch Passion, they all come out looking the same. You know, okay, I got a good right. C bank there. Mm. Or right. I mean, I say Dutch Passion because you mean also Dutch Passion, Barney's Farm. Royal Queen Seeds, there's a lot of these international guys that they they make sure that their phenotype, genotype uh, is the same or every single <coughs> grower. And that's how you know you've got a good genetic. And you're, if you're a good grower, mm. you're going to know, you'll, you'll know that that's it. the strain or that's not the strain. You will see it. Um, yeah. How's this year's Jack Harris straight from Europe, from Sensi? Friend brought five seeds back for a holiday. He had planted those. They were pretty identical, little yeah. gorgeous little things, really yeah. amazing. But yeah, it must be F6s, they're stable, stable. Same with Gummy Bear this year. 
our friend that we met at Schindler's, who yes. gives it, gave us some seeds, mm. a, grow, a, a seed grower in a tent in Santon somewhere. And he, there must be six or seven down the line now. All he does is cross it back on itself. And all the gummy berries that we grew were identical. We've been given the seeds far and wide. Mm. No, there's, there's a lot of good shit out there. Mm. So you're saying packaging matters. I think that's the, the real thing. Packaging matters. Guys, pay attention to that. Um, when you're dealing with a lot of the entry-level oaks, it's just going to be a banky with the label on it. Sometimes you're buying into it because it's fire in that. So my next question, though, I don't want us to spend two hours on this because we can. But now for me, I'm used to growing wheat for flour. You know, I want to grow gram. But I imagine the recipe for growing pips is slightly different at the end. Would I use the same regime of a nitrogen-based grow and then finish with the same vibe of a bloom finisher vibe? Or would I need something like more nitrogen at the end if I want fat pips? Yes, but I, can I don't know, because I've never grown no, I've never grown for pips. I've never grown for pips. So, I mean, firstly, I'm, I'm not our grower. Okay. Uh, we do have growers or mainly in uh, Spain. We do have our own facility, um, or partner facility in America. Um, so in that city, we do a lot of genetic research there. And when I've, when I've gone to the different grow houses and we've seen the, and picked up this and, see, and surveyed it before, we've just given them our genetics to start breeding and crossing. A lot of guys have given us different formulas, different growing strategy, strategies. Um, to put it bluntly, yes, you can use the same, t same technique as your grow, your, your boost, your calcium, you put nitrogen, um, short flying, long flying. You use all your, your same nutrients. It's just more in your actual technique of growing of you know, what, if you're going to use a male or if you're just going to bring pollen from the male or if you're going to hermaphrodite your, your plant to get feminized seeds or if you're going to use uh, clodial silver to get feminized seeds. So it more comes down to those processes later on uh, to becoming a reputable seed bank. Um, personally, myself, we don't look at the... We don't have a stringent... These are the nutrients you have to use. This is the growth process you have to use. We more go let the grower do his thing. I don't like arguing with, with any grower. It's always a, a, a uphill battle. <laughs> um, so I let them do that. We get, we listen, of course, we'll give our advice and say, listen, this is how it's been growing here. It's showing good results over, and we give them their chance. So do your own thing. If it comes up better, great. If, that, if, if it doesn't, we're moving to the next guy. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's, a, there's in the, between America, Canada, and Europe, there's a lot of growers, a lot of guys and guys who are specializing in getting the next best genetic out there. Mm. Um, Everyone yeah. is. Everyone is. No, yeah. <laughs> but I would think that giving with seeds when you grow them, you definitely will, during that stage that they are developing, you want to make sure your plant is photosynthesizing and processing the best. So I would <coughs> say more nitrogen. Not to, I mean, I would say I would think more nitrogen. more nitrogen to keep the plant as healthy as possible through its seeding stage, so that it can really pack in some power into the seeds, maybe. Yeah. Is not not a, just be the dude that's telling you how it's been done. I, think, no, I, I would think maybe yeah. that's how it's done. Is there any maths about what your yield should be per like one one meter plant? You know. Oh, can we? There's. I know what you're getting at. Sorry, mm -hmm. that goes rude. But we keep having this discussion. How many seeds can you grow in a gram? Jeez. Well, I know how many seeds you can pack in a kilo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's his old school maths. I don't know gram. Like we we work on plants and sh and the strain to the plant. So we'll know that strain uh, should have so many seeds per plant, and based on we grow. Uh, greenhouse, greenhouse tunnels be growing one plant per two square meters um, indoor. Okay. We're not really doing too many seeds produced indoor except for when we're looking for good genetics, as in our mothers or, or uh, males. Okay. Uh, to produce the actual seeds, we're putting them into greenhouse tunnels. Um, and we're getting 
on a very high yielding plot and get like 7,000 seeds. Um, Is that all? Yeah, that's all. That's all. Uh, on a what? On a plant? On a plant. Yeah. And, then, but on a, and that's a high yielding So, how many rate. grams could you get off a plant? Like Jesus 700 really? grams? Yeah, six, so only 600, 600 grams. Oh man. Yeah, also remember, you are, you're not taking 100% of your seed. Oh, yeah, you're taking the best. Yeah, you have to, we, we're checking them out. You've got to be great. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. You've got to wash it for sure. I forgot about that bit. Get all those funny white things out and the little bits. Yeah, they're not really seeds. My parrot eats those. Yeah, it's food. Yeah, exactly. This is a screwdriver. So, uh, Raphael, my favorite Ninja Turtle, mm -hmm. uh, he's talking about con some deep stuff. We're going to get into that as well, you know, <laughs> like IP and things like that, because it is deep. So, guys, you're saying uh, maybe a little bit of nitrogen or whatever, but very much the same technique. Dan, I keep hearing Oates talking about F1s and F2s and F3s. Yeah. What is that shit? First generation. It's just the different generations of the breeding, basically. Okay. So, you're getting your... The further you go, the more stable you're going to get. So, you would like to keep crossing back or crossing with those traits that you want and narrow them down to what you really want looking for, basically. I mean, let, you would know more, I think. Yes, I mean, for, I don't know in the past, if you guys remember four or three years ago, I'm seeing less now, guys used to proper advertise first generation seeds as a big thing. Mm. Um, and I, like I, I got excited mm. about it at first, and then I started doing research, and this is along the times that we just started bringing our seeds, and to me, all our first generation seeds weren't great. We were mm. scrapping 60% of those seeds to the point where sometimes we're like, we can't sell any of these. It's, you know, we, would, we would take a thousand seeds, germinate it, and get a 70% germination rate, and a 50% phenotype would look the same, um, and, and genotype. You know, so it wouldn't be that great. And then we would take it to uh, second generation, third generation. Generally, by fourth generation, we're getting like a 95% germination rate. The, the plants are coming up 100% the same, look the same. When we were okay. testing overseas, they were coming out within a 3% variant of THC, CBD, T, uh, THV. That, that was our variance. So, whereas before, you're getting a 8% variance. Have you just um, described a year to go backwards four times? No. Longer. I mean, our first, our first these to come to fourth generation took us about three and a half years. Wow. Yeah, but okay. I mean, that's, there were some mis mishaps. Listen, that wasn't wasn't perfect, but I don't think any grow is perfect. No, okay. Um, if you get it perfect, you can probably drop that down to two years. Right. It's, it's a long-term long project. Uh, yeah. Exactly. There's no, no wonder there's so much money in it. People always say to me, "Why is it so expensive?" Because <coughs> it's not like. There's also a downside to that, which we've learned now heavily in America. Is like a few months ago, where it could be a year now ago, Jungle Boys released a whole article America saying that they're growing from seed. They used to have a huge uh, a clone ba um, a clone bank and they would only grow from clones and buy clones in California and for a few months they got clones that had mold on them that just where it was dying and there were problems so they said mm -hmm. they're gonna, they were going to start growing from seed again because the plants they're getting were so genetic, genetically modified they couldn't withstand anything. So that also becomes a problem. When you get down to... Really? When you're crossing so many times... Same with humans and dogs and cats and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also now why people really, why well, a lot of Europeans, Especially Americans, humans, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of um, Americans, uh, Europeans, they're looking for land race strains. Right. So they can back to basis, start crossing their highly j j modified seas with the land race strains to try to give it a bit of stability. I'm all for it, except I hope the Africans or the Colombians or the Pakistanis and the Hindu Kush yeah. and all of their seeds, actually their intellectual property, 
is kept intact because that's the other big thing that's happening. Mm -hmm. There's like people wandering over Southern Africa now, checking out the land races. Yeah. They realise you've heard on the seen on the thread THCV. It's like this mm. big, huge buzzword of land races. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's buzzing here, tissue culture, tissue culture. We're tissue getting there. Culture. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting there, I promise, Ninja Turtles. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Might even get some extra time tonight. Okay, sponsors. cool. So, mm -hmm. so, is there a point where it starts becoming unstable, where you buy like F12 and the plants go full Texas, Chainsaw Massacre, fuck? <laughs> so, so, so I wouldn't I wouldn't call it like a fifth generation. I mean, you, you could scientifically, but I mean that's more coming to if you cross in so many times. If you keep bringing in a new male and a new male a pollen all the time, or you use that same you know, the same mother you want, and you keep changing the pollen all the time, that's going to become a, a few different crosses. So you come to five, six different uh, male pollens that plant you. We haven't been able to get those seeds and sell them. Like we're getting ten percent germination okay. rates, and the plants that do grow die very quickly. Um, so like, we yeah. stick to just a, a male, a male and a female, one-time cross, and we won't bring any other male pollen. We'll stick to that bag of pollen. We'll keep using that on the same plant. Yeah, we find that the second we try, like with the second one or third one, we we struggle. I do know there are some very good breeders out there that I've met that have brought in three, four different male um, pollens into it. And I don't mean all at the same time. I don't mean actually taking in one mix, mixing three different male pollens together and yeah. putting it on the plant. I mean, the first time you see that you put uh, one, um, a cheese male pollen over it, the second time you see that you're going to put another mm. um, pollen over it. Um, wow. That is. Yeah. So, so let me get this right. So you're going to shake a male plant into a plastic bag to keep it for later? Yeah. Mm. So ah. actually, um, when so we So you're like... You basically yeah, and you just put it in the fridge. Yeah. And so there's actually there's also <laughs> okay. so there's there's also a few there are a few companies in America that do sell like pre uh, prepackaged pollen mm. and mixed and, pollen and yeah yeah and mixed pollens what? in bags. Let's see some X Files shirt. Pollen, you like, so you yeah. pollen. So so are telepathetic. I got into this Oaks. And we have started Amazing. using using some of them because what are breeders packs? You guys are talking about breeders packs now. I'm so confused. A breeder pack, yeah, I always say is regulars. A pack of regs, yeah. a huge pack you of regulars, but now they've brought out new, these new breeders packs where it's a pack of regulars and plus pollen. That's amazing. Buy the pollen. And you can just buy pollen as well, or what? You can just you can. There's, there's there's apparently I, I, so we'll <laughs> have to get we'll have to get more information the for the next show. Yeah, but there are you know there, there, there is someone that does sell. Oh, they do. She sells. I don't know who she is, but, but she's online. Let's Google it, guys. No, no, not locally. No, not locally. And they <laughs> sell buy weed pollen. pollen. <laughs> so you in, can buy pollen in, in Cali, you can also check the clone guys. There are quite, there are quite a few clone companies online. There, they, they all sell pollen separately. You go check on their website. And what do you do? Buy a gram or a hundred grams or what is it? Like, no, it's vials. You buy vials. But it's a powder. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you always yeah, a small yeah, yeah. vial this big, 0.5 of a mil full. Or one mil vial. And so that'll. Feminized pollen. <laughs> so there's only feminized pollen, apparently. Only feminized pollen. And is there pollen in the chemtrails? Yeah, we just started testing with this stuff now. But. And there's a kind pollen as well. So yeah, there's pollen available. Yeah. But. Just fucking grow a male and catch a pollen. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, the normal, if you're at home, you can take a black bag, shake it over your male, yeah, take, yeah. The, take it over and shake it over your female, and you've, you've crossed. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I've done it, and I've actually put a piece of like red thingy on the bottom of the branch, and then forgot all about it. Yeah, Four bank. months later, I'm useless like that. <laughs> a pollen bank. Okay, a pollen bank. Wow. 
Kia um, really likes to know if you're getting what they're really saying. Oh, so it's the same <laughs> conspiracy all Don't over Don't buy again. seeds ever again. Well, no. $200 for one-tenth of a gram. One-tenth of a gram? $200, what's that? Three grand? It's a lot of For girls' cookies. Yeah. $200 for Blue Dream. Hang on, tenth of a gram. 200 for Blue Dream cookies, or blueberry cookies. 200 for Candy Lamp Point. 100 million. 200 for Dank Commander. 100 for Dank Commander. 100 for Goji Golden something. Goji OG Pollen. Grape Egg Pollen, 200. So all, this time, all this time, I should have been breeding pips and mail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all this time. to be bringing pollen back with us from That was one thing also in Europe, yeah. uh, our biggest sale were the regulars. Because it's light. Mm -hmm. You don't get too many regulars overseas. There are a lot of sea bags now and starting to. Like I mean, like, um, Grandity Perp, I remember they, they're very expensive. They just they used to just sell regulars, now they're feminized. And they're one of the few. I think there weren't too many at all selling it. Like, we went there, people went crazy for the regular seas. Yeah, you're saying regs are popular. Mm. And you're, and you're saying, Joe? No, I was just saying it looks like we're going to have to maybe bring some back from our trip. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Hawks, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> you just said that you but it doesn't look like anything to do with weed, does it? It's no, unrecognizable as weed. If anything, it looks too much like coke or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably going to be its problem. It looks too conspicuous now. Look at it. Let's see. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what could that be? Like you could put like uh, one of those uh, what do you call sucrose or some sort of um, candorel <laughs> sort of put a candorel thingy on it and yes. say it's for your um, your blood sugar or something. So do you think yeah. there's cops who now have to buy this stuff to train dogs to sniff it? Wow. Oh, hell. Uh, I'm Imagine doing all 12 I'm strains. Sure, I'm pretty sure they would smell it though. Like there's, I'm sure there's THC. There's definitely THC readings and I don't know the pollen. Is it I don't think so. Only only there's, no, there's no, there's no statement. There's no, there's no trichrome. Okay. There's nothing there. Only. But there yeah, aren't any cannabinoids no, in pollen. No, no ways. No. That's why when you see when guys say they're smoking pollen, you say no. Listen, you're not smoking so, pollen. He's smoking, <laughs> smoking dry served or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you're yeah. Not smoking yeah. pollen. It's not pollen. Your terminology is wrong. Sorry. So, but now, so now, what happens now? Let's say, okay, you come along and you're like. You drop your bazillion monies and you get it from the post office eventually or whatever. You get these, this Girl Scout cookies. And I take it and I put it to my Swazi or to my whatever. Let's say I do that. Do I have the right to then sell the genetic offspring of that? No. You can't deal in. You can't? Deal in. So you can't sell anything in cannabis. No, but I'm not even talking in South Africa. Let's say no. I was somewhere legal. Would I have the right to use these people's effectively genetic All things IP? being equal yes. in the law. Yeah. Yes. Pay for it. So, Don't th I, th though. That's what Jack Herrod yeah. did. That's the same as the seed industry. So, I mean, the, a lot of the really good seed banks will have strains and clones that they won't release seeds for. Or they won't, they just use them for breeding. That's oh, all. Yeah, I know. And, and that's because they don't want anyone else to have those, those strains. No, well, the second you've sold a seed on, anyone can grow that and cross it and start mm, using it. The, the, the that's UK, why you hunt. The yeah. UK that's cheese has lasted for years. Yeah. Like that. That's yeah. why you hunt that specific plant that, that you cross with or that you use to put it out there. And the first Girl Scout cookie came here in a tiny little thing in someone's top pocket with some cotton wool around it as a clone. There's no other way. But you're assuming everyone agrees with you on this because I don't think everyone's going to agree <laughs> with you. Because yeah. I hear rumors that Canopy just bought out uh, Greenhouse Seed Co. and someone else. They did. Who? Yeah. They did. So mm. I've heard rumors. So let's it's say, let's say, let, DNA. cool. So let's say I go buy something from, from Canopy in some way. 
or I acquire some genetic of theirs. And then I use that to sell ah. You think those oats aren't going to come for me? So they, they will, but what I think, I, pers- I don't know if I should say this, but personally what I think is going to happen is there's, there's technology out there currently right now that you can yeah. actually genetically tag your yeah, plants. Tag your, your and, and then whatever, if you clone them, your seeds come up there, they'll have that genetic code in them. So I think it will come to a point where if guys want their, to patent their, their plant per se, they're going to start yeah, using right. that genetic um, coding to do, to do that. Yeah. If it's now 100 US dollars a seed, there's no other way. Yeah. It, it's, it's like what's going to come first, the, the tag or the, the amount of money? In Canada, st- you have to register your strains now. So, I mean, I think what I've been told, I mean, we've, we've got a guy that's got a license and he's been importing seeds. Now he said there's a blanket period where they can bring in seeds. As long as they had an invoice for it and a site certificate, they can bring it in, but it's only for like the next few months. Mm-hmm. After that, the uh, guys who are licensed in Canada have to register those seeds and that strain onto the seed to sell system. The there. genetics of that strain. The genetics of that strain, and that's and then that can be sold in the market and whatever's registered. But then they own that genetic structure. So I would imagine so. So how close could you get before you're stepping on their toes? So as long as I don't put a Nike sticker on it, it's okay. And uh, we will have to find out in the near future. <laughs> Once they patent it, they can go to any shop selling their bud and, take and say, this is my bud. Yeah. Or a uh, hybrid of my bud. Here is the genetic code matching, yeah. proven by two independent labs, philosophy of the kind, and that'll be the end of it. So it's going to be like the Jerry Springer of fucking weed now, if you're in the court. It's going to be like, it's not my child, it is my that's child. What they, <laughs> that's a, that's well. why they wanted to give the growers a chance to actually start mapping their chemo bars yeah. to see that I'm just left off the organic or the kind of hybrid in between this organic and this thin leaf variety so that the guys can say but I am in this DNA slot so my I'm part my yeah, chemo bitch. bar is a black and white Jack Russell yeah, this guy's already a brown patch on the eye so I'm in that family so you say you can patent it's like going to be like patenting dogs they're going to just patent the shit out of this and no like, one can actually technically yeah. access yeah. it. Not because it's illegal, <laughs> just because it's being copyrighted. It's, just yeah, being, it's being, being done. It is currently being done. It's just not being enforced yet. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, to be honest, if you look in the, the actual veg and flowers currently in the water, there's a Switzerland seed bank where you have to register your strange genetics there. Um, but there are a lot of companies that don't register stuff. That they grow them. They, they sell them locally and they don't even contact yeah. the, them to register it. So it also depends on the countries that are you know backing that registration. And So I think the guys closest to it is Canada who actually have a system are starting to track the profiles. Uh, America, I know, have released a nursery license mm-hmm. for actual breeding of seeds and selling of seeds and genetics. So I think they've also got the seed to sell system now where they're tracking genetics and the profiles. There's so much money in it. It's yeah. absolutely have to. Yeah. So what I've heard is the, 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 like the latest conspiracy on this, <laughs> is that, that the Oaks, so you still say you can track it all now. I'm hearing the real money is in the Oaks doing the testing. Because all of the data that they now hold is this massive database, this massive genome project of weed. Phyllis guys. But block- that they're now able to monetize that information. Blockchain takes it away. There's a lot of guys developing this on a blockchain, which makes it basically an open source for anyone to yeah. use as it gets added. Good so, point. so yes, it's good. there's going to be a lot of companies around doing testing stuff, but it'll be like one main blockchain that everyone shared. There's already one. It's the medical. Yeah. It's the offshoot from Philo's Galaxy. Um, some medical testing as well, and they can also they also say like basically uh, 
one day we might just sell everything, so don't give us all your best shit. Because, um, <laughs> you know, that's just the way it works. We just want to build a database and have it ready. Open source is free for a reason for so long. Baddest players in the game. So Badass. Yeah, it's a... But there are guys trying to help with the blockchain, with making it open source. Basically, if you stamp your plant's genetic profile now, then you will have proof in future to show that in 2019, I was growing this plant. Cost. I was growing this Cost plant. Cost per plant. This one right here. Cost per plant. This one. They tell me how much so it costs. So if they can then come in 10 years and say, listen guys, but this is actually my genetic profile oh. you're growing here. You can say, no, no, buddy. I've had this since 2019 and I've worked it. Or you haven't worked it or whatever. It doesn't matter. Clone only. But you, it's just a, a way to mail that script to yourself. To show, I wrote the script for this movie 10 years ago. <laughs> that's that's, that's a, a way to, because right now that's all we have. You know, the guys who breed or even just make the offshoot F1 in their garden. But then, so that's all you have right now. So if we get a company like that in South Africa that can help us, that'll be great. Because then you technically giving yourself a legal foot to stand on in future. If they do come and say, listen, but your bloodline you're working and selling at 100 rand a pop, I want 50 because half of it is mine anyway. Yeah. And now you can say, no, it isn't. I've added as well. It's Sam cooking on this. Yeah. <laughs> first yeah. things first. We got fire uh, going here. Yeah. Someone go start the petition at avaz.org to get this motherfucker out the back there mm. and on the couch here. Mm. To go <laughs> talk, episode. talk we this deep shit with us. Yeah, because we can talk this. But the Oaks woke. But now is there is there is there a point where it gets saturated, where all the all the genome profiles get kind of taken? No, you can't. You can keep crossing and crossing. The Jack Russell bloodline is a Jack Russell, so you get the short leg, the medium leg, and the long leg with variants of colors, of with the long tail. Of is it like, like, like Nigel on the chat says, he says it's the cannabis is probably the most genetically diverse exactly. plant in the world, and it is because it can vary so much. How the hell can you have the same so as you bloodline wise? It came out of the same mother bud. But technically, our bloodlines are so diverse. Is Jack Russell like that? It comes from the same mother, but yeah. that's about 10% uh, coercion between the two. And two females you, you get. You keep Unless crossing, it's crossing. Line, you keep crossing, it's more diverse and more diverse. Yeah. And like Until you get to these genetically modified plants that can't grow in different areas and have to be under the exact That's like the least growing cannabinoids yeah. now. Yeah, that's the level that they'll have to push it. It is getting interesting. So. Is there any other good questions you've had there, or can I get on to my next question? Um, I've got a question. How comes the seed is worth 100 US dollars in Cape Town? All right, 1,500 bucks. But well, like a good seed, like what, like an ethos or yeah, how much is a seed, good seed? An ethos seed is well, 100 no, US dollars. No, it's it's no, 1,400 rand for six seeds. Yeah. Oh no, this was a single, wasn't it? No, no they only sell six, they don't sell singles. Uh, six or okay, well I have some of my questions. So I mean, like you generally, you're paying, on a, High in seed bank, you can pay 180 rand, 200 rand a seed. The, low, uh, the normal seed banks, you're paying 100 rand a seed, 150 rand a seed. Yeah, you know, six euro, six five euro. euro. Yeah. Oh, I remember, I remember someone paying four and a half. Yeah, it was four and a half thousand for ten. Yeah, that's a super sativa club. No, no, no. This was a pack of um, cookies. Cookies oh. fam. So there's a there's a new seed bank called Super Sativa Club. Um, they, they, their prices were hectic. They were selling them at uh, Dutch Passion sold them. Um, and I think if I'm not mistaken, I don't know how to, but I think it was about 400 euros or 300 euros a pack. And there were like 15 seeds in the pack. Okay. Yeah, right seeds 10 for $500. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Around there. Because remember, you not everyone. So what are you getting for? What are you getting for your money? I like to for your money. I like to think you'll get a hundred percent getting nice diversity and good other diversity if you're getting like a. From certain breeders, you'll yeah. always find the fire fire pheno that you want to keep, and that's what you'll use it for. But you're always going to get quality. Oh, so these are always going to get quality. Smoke, no? Sorry? These are, these are, I'm looking at it from a growing... Like a, a general Tom Dick and Harry can't put a seed out for 100 euros a seed. You know, like that. People won't buy it. Right. If Barney's Dutch Ratchet like Ethos then come out with you know, limited edition seeds, yeah, where, where well we only have 200 seeds available, yeah. you're going to sell them for yeah. a huge, huh? huge... Well, there's talks of, four of, of about $6,000 per pack of seeds yeah. in America that people yeah. afford certain phenos, just to get that phenos. Yes. Mm. About six to ten thousand dollars. Maybe easy peasy. They, 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 you don't no, buy yeah, Coca Cola. <laughs> that's what it was. You want to be Coca Cola that you can buy anywhere. Um, you yeah. stop so, at a garage and you buy it. Mm. Or do you want to be Johnny Walker Blue Label? I think you just come to such a. When you were talking um, earlier it's about phenos, you used another word that sounded like phenotype. Genotype and a phenotype. Have we got time to go down that rabbit hole a minute? So, guys, extra time. Alright, let's do it. Yes. Okay, cool. Ask the question. Which one's the one that makes the pond look like it does? A phenotype. A phenotype is what you're looking at and what you're actually seeing, what Genotype. the true expressions are in front of you. And then a genotype is what's the, 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 genes. The, the, the genes, the genetics. So Keep you're going. always looking at phenotypes. So like a good a good seed bank, you're, like I said, a plant you get 7,000 7, seeds. A uh, good seed bank, you will take a hundred of those seeds or a thousand of those seeds and germinate all of them and see first of all what's the germination rate. Then they'll let them grow and they'll see what the pheno what the pheno is. Do they all look the same height? Are they growing at different uh, rates? Um, and then the third is the genotype. They'll test it and see if the so actual genes all come out the same. So you could roughly say the phenotype is what it looks like on the outside, yes, and the genotype is what it looks like on the inside. In the old, yeah, and in the old days, yeah. you just had the phenotype guys would go, "That's an indica because the leaves are fat." Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. And today you go, "No, you need to test the genotype because you, uh, you can get a sativa do. where the where leaves are fat. Yeah, it's a hybrid. To, yes. hybrid. There we go. There we go. It's something. So we've covered this before. Something so complex can't be just using an indica as sativa. Can't look at it and say we know that. That now. is that. You yeah. have to. You have to understand the, the lineage of it to understand what. It actually is. Marcus says plus Rex to the clung spine in the back here for the posters. Maximum tripping. Yo, backseat Gandhi, sit down. Backseat Gandhi. Cool, Ben. So He's clever, though. It's getting interesting with seeds. Um, you know, there's a whole new frontier. I think what you guys, what people are really paying for now is for up until like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing it the whole time. Has he? Yeah. Does GSR oh, God, he have its own strains? <laughs> Pardon? Do you have your own strains? That's uh, really yeah. funny. That's so really funny. And, uh, you check what he's doing. Um, all the headlines. The under green smoke from on a website. Yes, and these guys are getting clever. There's all GSR bread strains. Um, <laughs> if you do email us also, we can send you a catalogue with all our strains. We've got around 18 now of our own strains that we've bred. Um, that those will be breed in the facilities cool. and, and around the world. Nice. Yeah. Sure. How many how many seeds can you are in this book? Uh, how many, how many strains are in this book? I think eighty four. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's incredible. Yeah. And I see yeah, as I flip through, I see banana, banana, banana. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, just banana. Yeah, like Everything's kind of. Is it cool if I, I'll take it out to the camera while you guys explain? Everyone keeps talking about this tissue culture. What so yeah, yeah, it's tissue, tissue culture. culture. ABC, I can go for that. Now I'm, 
Basically, tissue culture, ABC, I don't know if you want to know how it's done. I basically... What is it? Know. How it's done? No, what is it before... Tissue culture is basically taking a piece of a leaf of a plant or a piece of a root or a piece of a stem and you're basically using that part to create roots and create a new plant. So it's you a can, clone. You can, it's a clone, but a minute clone. So one leaf can give you up to like a hundred clones. I know, completely. It's also great for... So if you are shipping across borders, uh, tissue culture, you don't need site certificates for anything. It's actually, it actually falls under medicinal DNA, so it's you need a diff different certificate. Yeah, it, yeah, it needs to be tested, but it's a very easy uh, test yeah. to get done and send. Um, and I mean, I'd, I went and spoke to the guys at Strawberry Farmers, and I, did, I knew nothing about tissue culture, and they said to me, Why are you shipping clones across? And I was like, Wow, wouldn't I ship clones? That's how I need to get the identical uh, genetic replica across. Mm -hmm. And they're like, No, you can use tissue, tissue culture, and it's a little tiny bowl yeah, that you, you can do that. And they, yeah, they showed me, and it was it's great. I mean, you need experience, you need good technology, and experience mm -hmm. grows to actually know how to use it properly. Mm -hmm. uh, to, to oh, I'm sure it's as fickle as fuck. Yeah. When you're starting with like a it's tiny, like, it literally like comes from a speck hydrogen. that grows into a little plant, tiny plant mm. that you have to nurture until it's able to, able to so take. It would definitely look like a hydroponic lab, yeah. yeah. Yes, 100%. <laughs> you can't just do this in your, can't do this in your kitchen. Franklin one or two, maybe, with like the most ultimate care, but it's not worth it. It's for large scale people that have the rooms and the right. So we couldn't do it on the show. A tissue culture. Yeah. It's too dirty. Mm. No. This room has to be no. so sterile. Yeah. You'd have to make like an airtight box or something to work. Yeah. It I is mean, look so much, clean. Look at the amount of culture on this table. It is so yeah. clean that you listen to the amount. Hey, deluxe. You got to look like real lab monkeys. It's actually yeah. you can keep mother plants for years in those jars. Yeah. What? Yeah, quite jars. Yeah. Like little. No, it's, it's uh, the genetic profile of the mother. You keep the piece. You, keep, oh, yeah, you yeah. take that piece oh, off, yeah. and if you can keep that piece sterile yeah. and stay, stay in like in the environment what? that is alive, it's there. It's like wherever stasis? it's there. Yes. Yeah. No. Plus, it washes any uh, viral infections. There we go. Because you clean it. You clean it of all viral infections and all. The, the way they prepare it yeah, in the agar, yeah. uh, it cleans it to the DNA because there's a lot of viral infections that's put <coughs> onto the plant's the exactly physical like DNA. Sorry. Sure. Actually, yes. plant. So it's, uh, it's a good way to clean your, your genetic um, profile if you want to go for breeding in the future. Mm. It doesn't seem There's that long. Things that are just virally infected. Can I clone a pup? No. <laughs> it doesn't seem that long ago since we pulled up at the gas station and just got data. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it was, take yeah. it or fucking leave it. And it was I, a bag of data, sorry. whatever it was. It was just, there was no charge. You want this, that, what? It was just a bag of weed. I keep it's thinking, come a long way. I keep thinking like, you know, we, a lot of us missed the Bitcoin hype and like the big payout that a lot of folks got. I feel like I've missed that with pips. If I think of all the wow. pips, I, I, if I kept all the pips that I threw even, away for the last 20 years. Don't even go there. Yeah. How much do you think that would be worth? Even at just one rand each. Mm. You know, Oaks, you would never see me again. And all those <laughs> land races from all of that Swazi. Yes. Yo, hey. 25% seed in your banker and you went, ah, fuck. And you threw it in a prominent place around a public building just mm -hmm. to overgrow the government, yes. of course. <laughs> of course. But um, the bottom line is you didn't save it from 1972 from the far northeast corner of Lesotho and called it whatever they called it. Because those are priceless. Yeah, gone and taken a tissue culture. Anyway, so last points on seeds, last deep dive thing. So we've talked genome, genome, genome. What's the deal with names, though? So, could I register the name Swazi Gold and no one else is allowed to touch that or no. Durban Poison? Can't no. I? Why not? So, I would, I would, sorry, would you, would, you, would you register your own strain called Swazi Gold? Well, I think if you can get 
one way to register that strain is to do it for the country. Like in South Africa, we chose them for the Protea. Or South Africa's known for the Proteas. Mm. Yeah. You know, the Protea flower. So if you can kind of get a backing of a country behind you and go, you know, like Swazi, and you've got Swazi Gold, and get them to back it as their, their strain, and you, you use that, then you can kind of get that. Name, we're talking about naming them. Yeah, well, right? what, no, what, you need their backing, though. It's just a, it a, a real thing that nobody tested to see what it was. Swazi Gold, it could might not have been Swazi Gold that day in 1984. It might have been in 1978, but there's less chance of it being anything anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, you won't know today. You, you never knew then. Yeah. You knew, what, you, you knew with it by the colour of it yeah. that that's possible that it's the fabled Swazi Gold, but nobody I did think it. names are important. Nobody did a test on it. Because it's, if you look at, like, strains like say DJ Short's Blueberry if you go search Blueberry anywhere in the world it's going to tell you who the genetic who grew that and who was the guy that was responsible for making that yeah. so yeah, yeah you know what I mean it makes it makes sense to the, we're talking about the name so if you were to go and say I want to cross this and this and I want to call it Blueberry you need to go online and have a look and see there's places like eu.seedfinder or Leafly or certain places that you can go and look at least see where the history is coming on that plant and at least find out if someone's called something that already yeah. and if so they rightfully should be able to hold that name right we, don't you think I, I, I agree with you but I don't think I, I don't know my lawyer but I don't think international law works I think like coming to today some you use the new technology doing your do your genome test mm -hmm. um, test the plant and when you get down to a point where you can like I said there is machine out there where you can put genetic coding into a plant people will start yeah. registering. You'll get big coming. Like Canopy Growth, I'm pretty sure you're out there. Bought Greenhouse Seeds and stuff. I'm 100% sure they've got the investment to go start patenting their plants or at least naming, and not, not only uh, patenting the genetic uh, breakdown of it, but also the name. I'm sure they'll go trademark that name of their plant and even if someone else spread it out first, they're the first ones to legally trademark it. I do know you do have an argument in court, like if you've been trading on a name for so many years and you can show that you've in the country, you're doing so much under that brand. But you were the first. Yeah, what about first, uh, you, uh, if you grow a plant in your place and you call it Dosi Do, and you know that the breeder, whoever it might have been, that created the first Dosi Do, is like in the next country or the next Isn't, state? Um, Charlotte's uh, you know Web. they're going to turn around to be all there, Charlotte's Web or something like that. And you Isn't say, Charlotte's I'm going Web. Charlotte's Web, but it's not. You know mm -hmm. it's not. because see, see, no one will do that though, because everyone knows who grew Charlotte's Web. So you, you'd be stupid to come out, like any seed bank comes and says, here's Charlotte's Web, without saying that uh, we got permission from the brothers yeah, and everything. Exactly. You, you, you would straight away say, you guys are talking shit. Yes. But You're so assuming everyone's operating in the public domain yet, you know? Well, no, of course it's a public this domain kind of thing. Yeah, it is no, a public but it's, not, it's still not. There's still fake nights. There's still fake oh, fucking yeah, no, I think connoisseurs will, well, I think connoisseurs will, fight, will like, file that out. Markets. And if you, are, if you want to know what's in your weed, more and you want to know exactly what you're getting you're going to go to a dealer that's going to be truthful to you and hopefully say yes this is what it is and if you check it out with a turf profile or whatever it is with the smell the look it matches point on but it's still just the hippie trust fall yeah of course and that's why you grow your own yes grow your well, own you and know what it is yeah. and then you got to you trust the breeder that he's given you what he says is given you so it's the kind of the same thing i'm calling these seeds this but are they this you got to yeah. trust the person well, yeah. but, but, but i mean so, you know I'm not going to buy skunk because skunk is everything. Cheese, essentially, for some dudes, it's just everything. It's like, mm. I want cheese. Do you even know what, what mm. this is? It's actually not cheese. It's like fucking Jack Hera, <laughs> but they're calling it cheese because it's indoor chronic. It's got a skunk. Yeah. So there's certain name connotations that don't really, like, work. Yeah, there's, 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 there's things that mean, that are so generic that it's like the term has gone from meaning 
So skunk is a specific strain. Skunk is like the most base of most of the strains that we grow. Yeah. But it was used as just a, hey man, can I have some skunk? Yeah. Because that's what it was back it's then. It's a lexicon thing now. And now people are like, yeah, you got that skunk, but they don't actually understand what they're saying. Like, yes, that's meaning that it's very good weed, but they're actually talking about like a specific, like, have you got that 1933 Ford Fiesta, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like some really old, <laughs> rare car. No, dude, it's not called that. <laughs> but it comes down to knowing your, your breeder. Knowing the breeder and trusting his genetics, and there we go. That's it. You know, breeders have made their name by how yeah. breeders make their name? putting out putting out genetics, putting out genetics, saying this is what's going to be there. You're going to get this kind of profile, and it is there. Short stout because they know that if they grow a hundred of those pips of their breed, they know that's what's going to come I'm out. Growing gas, and then by grow after grow after grow, your name is developed, and you are known. For so that you, you mentioned there's like eighteen maybe that you know of that started in the last year or so. Um, they've got a long way to go, I would imagine. Well, I, I don't think they're breeding. I think ah. a lot of them are importing uh, seeds. You're talking about seed sellers, not breeders. Yeah. Okay. And, not, and not other seeds. They're just importing like bulk seeds from guys <laughs> and we, um, we We traditionally find as we travel the country that they are the most difficult people to drag out of the mountains to come and listen to a presentation or something. You very what? rarely get any breeders coming out breeders. into the light. Mm. There's insular beasts that live in faraway valleys and shit away from everyone else's pollen. Mm. Yeah, they're plant people, not people people. Yeah, no, they're plant people, right? <laughs> but they are, the, the plant's going to teach us all the lessons. And yeah. Karma's a bitch in the end. If you want to tell somebody that it's a Jack Aaron, it was Baxi, then the karma's on you in the end. There we go. Yeah, you, won't, you, won't, you won't understand so, when it hits you. So that's one. There's, like, there's a lot of seed. Remember, this, this industry is new. The cannabis industry is new worldwide. Um, and there are, will be a lot of guys who just see money and who want to just <coughs> make a quick buck and sell whatever seed as whatever they want it to be. Yeah. But they won't be around two years later when the guy wants to do a second grow and he buys those seeds again and it's a completely different harvest that comes up. Unless it's the most unbelievable plants, he's still going to get an email saying, listen, it's completely different to what I bought, but thanks, it's nice seeds. But the customer won't be happy. <laughs> Using your rep yeah, straight yeah. away. You so know, one of the thing, uh, things I love about the seed industry is how... Um, you can package it in the most amazing ways because yeah. you, you can start from scratch. You're not bound amazing. by anything except this little pip, your Africa thing with <coughs> a little <coughs> pip in it. Yeah, also you you need to put money, I mean, we put a lot of money into packaging because you can't market the traditional ways. So, you know, we guys, in the, especially in the scene, you want to catch your eye with the packaging. I mean, if you go to Amsterdam, every single store sees in it. Yeah. So you gotta you can't be the same as anyone else and you got to be able to catch the, in the customer's eye at least. Um, and yeah. you know, also the exhibitions. I mean, Spanabis, uh, Canafest, the experts I've been around the world don't compare to what the, the seed bank guys do. <coughs> I mean, what they, what they put on in a <coughs> grey area market mm. is it puts, uh, your, it puts your jewelry exposed to shame, your clothing exposed to shame. Uh, any expert I've been to Africa puts them to shame. You know, it's uh, incredible. Yeah. Cool, man. So yeah. we're going to get up to it's your grab. Uh, Brian, you asked a good question. Dad and I were literally having this debate two, three days Who, ago. Who says this? Uh, Brian asks, how many confirmed South African land races are there? So we were saying, can you name the high five? Yeah, name the high five South African. But what is this? <coughs> Southern African? I think it's going to be Southern. It has to be Southern. I mean, you can't, there's not yeah. just in South Africa. Yeah. Southern yeah. African, the best five. So First what are like the Durban poison? Strains. Oh, Durban poison, Swazi Gold, Roybart, Malawi Cobb, and... Transkai. Transkai, but is it a That's strain? This Transkai is strain. Pondo, I don't know. Pondo, yeah. Pondo. Yeah. There Pondo. we go. Pondo. Pondo. There we go. Pondo. That's it. Is that, yeah. is that That's a it. Yeah. That's That's it. it. Durban poison, Swazi yeah. gold. But what? Roy Bart. Roy Bart. Malawi Cobb. Malawi Cobb and Pondo. Pondo. Durban poison. 
That's it, number one. There we go. And cast, bro. And cast. You guys tell us if we got it wrong. Are we going to move on to Insta your gram, or do we need we're a We're trying, we're trying. That's if you believe there was such a thing as Swazi mm. Gold and. But I think it's the legend that you also fall in love but with. It's, it's the expectation. It's also it, when, when we go land race hunting, what we've always looked for is, of course, we follow, we do our research into what the genotypes were, I mean, the phenotypes were in the past, but we look for. Uh, a strain that has kind of dominated an area. So yeah. if you see 10 hectares of one strain, and you yeah. do see different strains nearby, but that 10 hectares is just dominating and not getting crossed at all, that's when you go, okay, this is it's a strong land race strain. Mm. It's, and you'll see it elsewhere in that country, plots all over, and you just see there's other little things that have crossed here and there, but they're not affecting the, your, ma your main plots. And that's where we, we generally take those seeds and... Yeah. Good move. Mm. So, I mean, like, we found a Durban poison, we found a Swazi gold, yeah. and we pretty much uh, fully behind that they are the land race strains from there. We have found other land race strains that we, we're not having confident yet. We're still going out doing the full tests to see. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, uh, for the, so so in, in five years of doing land race hunting, we found two strains. Amazing. You know, and, and I've been Good. to Malawi, I've been to Swaziland, I've been to Namibia, I've been to. Uh, we've, we've done a lot of trips all over. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Well, it's catching on. There's a whole bunch of people coming to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I can feel them in my blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to come very much out to people's interpretations of strains and their expectations. Right. You know? mm. like it's all very subjective, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because right. what are you winning? How are you going to prove it? 255. Yeah. Two five. Rock and roll. 255, I think. Um... There's a whole thing going on with uh, Pondwaini. Yeah, Brass Warren, Pondwaini. The seeds have also opened up a nice pathway to... 225? A lot of the guys who have applied for licenses have had to say, like, what strains they're going to grow and what mm -hmm. they're going to do with them or what research they're going to do. I mean, we've, we've had a lot of intake from these guys where we... we it started off free. We were just working with a few different guys, doing consulting for them. Um, on the license application, and <coughs> uh, now it's led to where <coughs> since they fought this four license, the news of the four license that got released, there are a lot more people now who are trying to apply for licenses. So we've, we're also doing a lot of license applications and business plans for guys. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we see it's interesting times. There's a lot more news we haven't been able to get to because it has, as promised, been two a two very five, CD two special. Two, 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 five, two, seven, two, seven. <coughs> are you on Fatty Hulk? Are you on 5G? Are you on LM Prawn? Yeah, that'll do. Two, two, five, 27, 27. Sorry guys, a little bit of tech, tech there. Cool, so for a bit of an intro, uh, the vibe with Insta your gram is if you use hashtag hotboxshow, uh, we'll go check on Insta, all the posts, and what we'll do, what we forgot to do it's last raining. time. <laughs> it's snowing on our Insta feed. <laughs> What's happening here? Wow. Uh, is that we're going to let the guest pick the winner. Mm. So we're just going <laughs> to scroll through, look at some dank. If you see something that looks kiff, say... That's the one, and we'll stop and look at some, and then we'll you pick a winner, hey, Jordan, and we'll send them some cool shit, dude. Okay. It's like, there you go. But that... I don't know why it's snowing, guys. What's the one? It's the the What's this one here? Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to do that, guys. It's an Instagram that's snowing. Yeah. Oh, guys, it's because it's lit. What we got? That's some pollen. That's the first one in. So is that somebody just posted that? Was that was right now. That was posted quite recently. <laughs> Running points for <laughs> getting that in on um, time. Yeah. Tommy LaRue says there's feminized pollen for sale on, in Gauteng. Mm. Sure. 
people are jumping on this. There's also, I've seen a lot of people selling clones. Because it looks like a, a, a gram of pollen is enough to retire on. <laughs> Luke Hammond, there are the wish seeds. You see those big fucking seeds? Oh, those are the wish seeds. <laughs> well, that's what no, he's saying. Man, <laughs> yours is so much. What are those, Terps or something? No, oh, no, that's Connie's. I saw... <laughs> watching the hotbox. That's Connie <laughs> watching the hotbox. <laughs> I saw um, comments on those No, it's not Connie watching the hotbox. Connie watching Connie on the hotbox. <laughs> <laughs> I got that as well. Fine. Wish seeds. Oh, wow, okay. They perps. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. Hemp. Nachi. If they didn't sprout, they don't they didn't enjoy them. Nachi Kush. When they spend eight months in the post, you never know oh. what happens to them. Mm. There you have it. <laughs> that thing was pooping. It's a gusher. It's a gusher, fuck all that. This is the Brazzers, dude. Come now. Well, it's it last week. Brazzers. Just drip it straight into it's a, a blood box. It's a very nice box. Ooh. It's nice. Does it say what plant it is? Uh, is there any reason my Instagram is snowing? Devil's is it, cream from is it Snow Day in America. It's a very nice seed. Thanksgiving is a plant from the Red Family. <coughs> I think it's Snow Day in America or some shit. Snow Day or some shit. Um, oh, that's awesome. I love that. Oh, which sorry, one? I fucking think that photo is great. It's a full melt, eh? Mm. Gold. Panning for gold. Mm. You're right, dude. Yo, every time we do this... That's a pretty good one with the bull <laughs> melter. Yeah, really. What's happening in the... More hash. Hash. Cool. And the ice lolly. Child education. That's yeah. I like it. Again, retirement money. That's a very, yeah. that's a very cool, cool shot. Cover. Yeah, that's quite a yeah. cool shot. Nice. But it's Delta 9 again. Smashing it for sixes. Eh? Oh, look at this one. I'll see that. What's, what is it? What does it say? I'll check it out. That's beautiful. <laughs> Great photo. That's a really good photo. Outdoor nice. That is what is that? that the is snow a looks just right on it. It does, eh? No, well, who is that? Can is that down? Canapatch. Canapatch. Okay, that's a pretty good one. We've also got to go up a little bit, just a little bit, because there was someone that... Fucking oh, hell, fuck look at that. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Did you dab it in one shot, dude? Needs it. Come on, we've got to see a slab dab. Yeah. Up where? Someone wanted up? Something up? Yeah, I got up a little bit. Yeah. There was someone who checked there, the hotbox show in weed. Oh, there. Oh, that's cool. Oh, cool. Brownie points for that. Ooh, yeah, obviously. big time. Yeah, no. That's, that's you've on. also done that. <coughs> Extra effort. Yeah. Nice thinking. Who's that? You're looking nuts as well, quite honestly. Tricosa. Tricosa. You see that one in the middle there, the one that's like a video. <laughs> that's neat. But wasn't that last week? No, dude. No. There are always so many entries. Wow, look at that. It's like symbiotic. Pedro and me. That oh, one in the middle there. The, look, there's the, we've got even an appearance from Harry. Oh, uh, I haven't looked. Oh, hey. Guys, I'm not looking. I'm covering my eyes. <laughs> Did it make a thousand likes yet? Oh, let's have a look here. Did it make a thousand likes? Oh! Nine, nine, nine. Uh, the sign of the devil. Thousand and three. Oh, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Personal best, motherfuckers. Nice, Come please. on, let's see if you guys can change it live. Make it two thousand. Come on. No, man. Anyway, yo, no, that's Harry, guys. That's, that's Harry. Harry. Hey, Harry that's went Harry. the distance with us. Is that what I just Harry's smoked? come the distance. Um, is that, this? Yeah, today. I just yes. smoked that. That's great. So that's these buds here on the table. Yeah, so you can't see them on the side. It's ready to smoke. 
Are they ready to smoke? Can I smoke some? Yes. Well, if we give it 10 more minutes... Oh, yeah, wait, we've got to work on some ways. It's just a broken piece here. But Harry's hot shit, guys. Harry's hot shit. But Jordan, you're going to need to pick a winner here. This is ultimately all up to you. Yeah, there's lots more photos. This one's spinning. Yeah, you've got to give... That's the one I told you about before the show. Mm. I've had a squeeze through it, and for my money, that's quite a nugget. That, is, that is impressive. Yeah, the shit is looking lit, eh? Mm. No, South Africa. The shit be Who's doing that one, Dan? Who's you on make the... my heart warm. Who's that the... is the base dank. Black dog. Ooh, it's a nice one. Humboldt. The base dank. about the yeah. dog, eh? Yep, Humboldt. Yeah, now that's... Um, that's... Yeah. That's yeah. Humboldt's up in my top... Yeah, that's, that's a pretty. Up in your top one. That's been my top one at the moment. Yeah. It's some nice art about, but that's a serious piece of nuggetry. Uh, yes. Some root oh, there's D Day. Look, there's the view off the. Yeah, there's the view off the stage. That's from the from a that, from your yeah. YouTube video. Yeah, that's from the live feed. Yeah. That's Charles probably at the fields of green. Because oh, it's fields of green for all they posted it. Yeah, yes. that's okay. But that's just a reminder as to yes. how crazy it was at four twenty. Oh, did I tell you that we went to the cops today? Got invited to the cops in Sabenza. And they said it's the most amazing <laughs> place that they've ever been to. And there was no incidents. The medics saw nobody. There was no fight. There was no alcohol. And they've never seen it so peaceful. And they were talking about the next time. Amazing. Fantastic. Incredible. Everybody behaved themselves so much that the cops didn't know what to do. Incredible. Yeah. And then, so that was worth the drive. Yes. Yeah, but it's always after the fact. But Jeez, well, like now, now we have this ultimate supreme knowledge that... They can't wait for us to come back because it's the easiest overtime they've ever made. <laughs> and I told them it was Easter Sunday them, next year. Yeah. And they go, oh, fuck, double time Sunday. Woohoo. And half of them went home with a pocket full of nuggetry <laughs> to sample. Um, that nug that's spinning around, that's cool. Mm -hmm. well, that's pretty. The I like the way that the, the one leaf is framing the whole thing. I think, uh, I think we need to go with the. I know, I'm kind of drawn to the seed photos. Are you oh, in, the spirit, in the spirit of the CD episode. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. I also like that black dog, um, uh, the, the, the Humboldt one, the black dog. One and two. Okay. So you like the black dog one. Let's have a look at the black dog one. It's a spinning one. It's a spinning one. That's this one, yeah. That one there. So I rate the spinning one. What this oak did is he did that thing that all those oaks in Woodstock apparently used to do, which I'm not sure is the urban legend. Yeah, I think he rubbed some prit on it and he rubbed it in crushed glass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be offended, dude. It's just a joke. Just a joke, bro. You're gonna get us fucking like unlikes and thumb downs, dude. Are you mad? Fuck. Don't listen to him right now. More fluorescent okay. light bulbs, please. So you you have you like this one, eh? Yeah, the snow game because that great, uh, you know. Appearance. It looks like it takes you a few days to get through that. Yes. No, no, <laughs> fuck. No. You're joking. Bring that now. We'll test it. Bring it to the show. Come. It's like, it's like a good bottle game. of something. Cut Once straight you in the bong, in the mm. grinder. We done. Yeah. In the what, so it looks what like about, the base um, tank, black dog. <laughs> uh, you can get Humboldt seeds on green smoke room, and it's by Humboldt seeds. So <laughs> yeah, the base tank. Yeah, look, um, Humboldt has got some. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoy Humboldt. That top draw. Dude, it's some hot fucking shit. Well done. A DM me or I'll DM you. Uh, what we'll about, send you some kiff shit. We'll what send about, you these we'll pipes. send him some kiff shit. We'll send them some kiff shit if they send that note. Yo! Yo! I was about to trade, bro. Yeah. I was about to trade. How much you want a gram, son? I'll sale. <laughs> no, but we'll send you some cool shit. We'll DM each other. Maybe I'll Jordan or Chuck in some lacquer pips too. I think I've got some as well. Uh, yeah. So... 
you guys spoke about Harry. Are we going to push it with like five more minutes of extra time? Shittle lit the final verdict on autos versus indoor. Yeah, Harry is dry. We're going to weigh Harry yeah, live on air. So we're going to mm. see what the result is and we're going to decide was it worth the effort in the end? Mm -hmm. Autos versus a regular. I just thought of something. That's like with the street value of weight though, isn't it? It's got all the stick on it. That's what the cops do. They weigh that and then multiply it by six. Yeah, yeah we should have been yeah. clipping it all should along. Should have been clipping it all along. While we were playing against the, your Graham. So are we going to yeah, wait till next week say. for the final verdict or are we going to push it for this week? No, it should be better smoke next week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and no, it's probably say, okay, next week it's fire picks. Next week it's fire picks. So the answer to these oaks over there is no, you can't smoke any of Harry's. I care. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I think it'll be, it'll it'll mature her she. No, it's really it. weird that the only one that survived was a female called Harry. Uh, Harriet. <laughs> but she was quite hairy for a Harry. Go check it out on Instagram, uh, guys. That was it. Uh, please go check out Green Smoke Room, <coughs> guys. You know yeah. they also they put their money where their mouth is. They do make donations. We're gonna make a real effort to to support those who support us. Guys who want interviews and all that kind of shit, you know, also, we'll try to do it where we can. I, I've noticed guys hitting me up as well through the store and that, but I'm saying, guys, there's only so much we can do, and also, help us so we can help you. Yes. You know something in the kitty, you know? I am going to be that window <coughs> washer at the robot every time. <laughs> I will not wash your window for free. Mm. Okay. But I also won't wave it in your face. <laughs> so, Jordan, I mean, also not many people get those. Yes. You're the 82nd person so far. Always oh, proud. Yeah. Yes. So, Thank you. Um, we know you were in the clothing game, so you'll recognise that very, very cheap Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and keep it in its bag, and one day it'll be a collector's <laughs> item. All right. It's woven from Malawi cobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's 103 years old. So. I think our next poll is going to be, should we even keep the poll? Because we keep forgetting about no, it. No, but it's okay, because you remember. Check it out. Uh, so, guys, what was the final verdict? So, the question was, is uh, does, we, does using weed, whether you smoke it or however mm -hmm. you do it, make you slim? And the answers were, slim as a sativa or thick as an indica? Uh, 86% slim as a sativa. Hey. 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 Yep. Nice. Wow. That's all right. That's awesome. But for you, Oaks and me. Um, to uh, Jordan, I've got the same question as Brian Edwards here. Where do you see the future of Green Smoke Room going forward now? You've put a lot of effort into relocating, retransforming, rebranding, redoing stuff. What's what's it all about? Where, where are you going now? Uh, dominating the world. What an affiliate! An affiliate <laughs> company from Fields of Green for All. Yeah, honestly, we just want to we want to take the African genetics out into the world. Let everyone else see what we can do. Um, and hopefully that's what we can do over the next few years and show them what, what Africa has. Do you see a market now reducing their um, their like of sort of, of heavy indica stuff and they're going into more lightweight smokes that African sativas can bring? Sure, I always so thought that people just wanted more bang for their buck and trying to sell them a land race. And fuck's sake, it doesn't work, bro, it doesn't work. You've got something that will clap me. I know, funnily enough, we find we have more, we sell a lot more sativas than indicas in South Africa. Um, in Europe, we sell a lot more indicas than sativas. And they're um, putting a whole cigarette with them on as well, you know, it's like... <laughs> yeah, but when I went to Europe, the expensive strains were the indicas. So I also know maybe that's got something to do with like the long, I mean, sorry, with the sativas. The long flowering sativas yeah. were the ones that were very expensive. So, I mean, maybe they just, they get that there, so that's why they're ordering indicas from us. Okay. 
Do you think it's changing from more bang for your buck into more refined sort of mm. picking and choosing? It's an evolution at least. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. They don't want to take a lucky yeah. packet, sorry. They don't want to take a lucky packet. They want to know what they're getting. They yeah. want to know, that's what I like. It's no more, oh, just like that sativa brew, like you're saying, or the indica. It's not. It's, it's yeah. gone to yeah, it's right, specifics. Right. I enjoy this specific strain or mm. this terpene profile that helps us me with what I want, or mm. I just enjoy it straight we, up. We, straight get, up. we get emails from, like, specific emails that, I want a plant that has this ratio, that flowers this time, that has this THC, that, that will help my headaches at night and help me sleep. And you're like, that is the future. <laughs> yeah, that really is the future. That's what it's going to. Dial so. it in and a thing and it comes yeah. out all something mm. or other, yeah. And you, you, you've gone back to, or you've gone to Barcelona specifically mm. as a head office. Uh, well, actually, head office in Rotterdam, just outside of Amsterdam. Oh, right. Uh, but your uh, bank account's out of Barcelona. Oh, right. Well, best of luck doing that that way around. It's, another cool. sh it's a shame that we've lost another South African entrepreneur to making it easier for you that side than mm. this side being a scummel and the rest of it. We all and we understand it's like it's pretty fucked up to run a business around here. What does it like? We we still we still not we closed down Green Smoke. South we've opened up a Green Smoke Consulting Company here. We're still running our full apparel here. We're still going to be at all the expos, but just more on a branding experience. Mm. Um, and getting a feel for exactly where the uh, industry is going in South Africa. We're not stopping San Alcizio. We we can offer the exact same service we have. It's just kind of you know the back end of the mm. the company that's changing. And that's for us. It's it's for safer and for our customers. So we will be around in the next year to years to start supplying seeds, rather than not. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for supporting well, Fields of Green awesome. for all for all the time that you have. Because you must with you you and Andre at Puff. Coza, you the original That's people it. that put your money where your mouth was and when you needed some help on the phone one day we jumped for you yeah. and it all goes full circle and it's cool to have you on the show and I wish you all the best of luck from Myrtle as well and uh, we'll thank see you at the next D-Day and beyond. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Cool, man. Thank you so much. Uh, on the note of a D-Day, I see uh, Brandon now says, Dr. Couple, why was 420 so expensive? I don't know, was it? Jesus Christ! No, man. It no. Was Fuck, not. we cut it to the bone. That wasn't mm. expensive. You know what the maths is at a two hundred rand ticket to pay that thing off. Mm. You don't you don't know whether you've done it or not till like uh, three in the uh, afternoon. It's a monster. It should be double the price for the amount of acts so there are. I've been to a lot of parties in the exact same location with the with the same yeah, stage set up, the same amount more. of artists coming, and no no big international. I mean, people have mm. never known the name. And I've paid four fifty five hundred mm -hmm. rand. Well, tickets. that's we know it yep. should be four hundred bucks. But we're, we're adamant. We're trying to keep it as cheap as we can to get every single person from every socio economic group, yes. and that's what the cops saw the most. They saw everybody. They don't see everybody. They see that party and they see these people's that tribal party and that tribal mm. party. But we transcend it all. So good news for D-Day. Yeah. Lekka. Uh, Jolie, Crosswind Pollination. We'll go deep on that yeah, some other time. <laughs> Chris K. D-Day was cut cheap. I enjoyed it to the max. We'll be back Lekka. next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so as we've been talking so much about genetics and is it my daddy and blah, blah, blah. Uh, my final thoughts on this is we are, I think we're entering in a, into a sort of renaissance period with cannabis now. It's always been a moonshine culture. Weight and THC have always defined how we've done things. Mm. And now we're starting to enter a world where, yes, there are sativas that are probably more expensive because, let's face it, they take longer to grow. Mm -hmm. Significantly. So it will cost more, you know. Mm. 
these are things that all matter. But did on the Outbox show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I think for guys like old Boom Becker and Dan, um, as a result of places like Green Smoke Room and Trophy and Ethos and all these other fucking places I keep hearing about, guys, please, we need to start a support group, an intervention group, mm-hmm. to stop these motherfuckers from buying genetics. <laughs> so if you've got someone in your family whose gene habit is affecting your life negatively, <laughs> I feel you. Please... We can talk together. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> is that it? Yes, yeah, that's that's it. Cool. Cool. Check out Fields of Green for all. Support those who support the equalization. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>